Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. Providing podcasters with a flat rate ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. Be sure to add our podcast under the tree 420 on the how did you hear about Podgo section of the applications. Thanks for listening and go to podgo.co. Under the Tree, New Year's Edition. Here we go. January 1st, 2021. That we is the are, we, Is that today? We are here, yeah. <laughs> one, one, 21. We're here with Mr. James Marlin. Well, hello. Tell us about your website. Oh, yes. The website is awarenessandacceptance.com. Awareness and acceptance. It's our special under the tree we're not even going to call it the murder room today uh, fair this enough. is the awareness and acceptance room we're also joined in a special guest the one and only go ahead you're doing good <laughs> Bo duke l m i can't remember your twitter profile it's our good friend Bo. <laughs> hey, Bo hey, hey you're in luck actually <laughs> you know just the uh the regular the regular podcast I post that features Bo, they all have a little spike. Huh? So, oh, nice. So hopefully yeah, we add, can, adding some juice. So hopefully we can add some awareness and acceptance to this New Year's Day podcast here where we're going to talk about habits. Old habits. That's how we're going to get started, and then we're going to see what happens. Yeah, I'm going to tone down the level of obnoxiousness because... <laughs> this is an important message, so well, I'm sure you have plenty to. Add. I'm still going to cuss though. Yeah, fair enough. I cuss. I enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, you know, cuss words are a pivotal <laughs> mode of communication. Yeah, I mean, they're in the dictionary. Yeah, they're it's, it's, it's and very versatile. It's legit. And if you have to cuss to express yourself, then we're willing to accept it. Yeah, I can accept this. Thing. It's I about have acceptance. To. <laughs> Just don't know if I can stop. Now, speaking of habits, there you go. That's a, one. that's one that I'm. I mean, I have a potty mouth, and it's really not a good habit to be in. Yeah, especially depending on what where you're at. Right, <laughs> you can be in a place where that's you know, not acceptable. If I'm doing something professionally, I kind of yeah. You know, you put your game face on to go talk to people, and well, it's like you're a politician to some extent. To some extent. There now, if, if they break that. Potty mouth. They say fuck I, one time. It's, <laughs> it's on. It's, yeah. Right. Right. Once the seal is broken. It's like I was talking I to that salesman, oh. and I accidentally uh, dropped the f bomb. He's one of us, and he uh, ter- turns out he's not a salesman; he's a sailor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we've uh, we've gone through a lot since the last time you were here, Jamie, and uh, and uh, uh, you're you're building. You're still laying uh, laying some bricks, laying the bricks, and we were talking about that in detail earlier. Yeah, yeah, there's um just to kind of reiterate on people who maybe didn't hear the first episode, uh, we get laying the bricks from the saying uh, Rome wasn't built in a day, but they were laying bricks every day. Right. So um habits are definitely thing. are definitely bricks. And also here the first of the year, a lot of people uh do the whole 
you know, New Year's resolution. Yeah. It's a fresh start, brand new year. Yeah, that's why I felt it to be appropriate you for today. It's, it's like just the reset of the clock where it's like to a lot of people, it's like a good starting point yeah. to try to start to try try something new. Yeah, to, to resolve to uh, most time um, people resolve to, you know, do something that's going to improve. improve them or improve their life. Yeah. And here what we were, I mean, we've ended up talking about pretty much in depth. Yeah. about how that's what you're trying to do and yeah. that's what your website's goal is yeah the goal is to like i'm in this constant search to try to improve myself so whatever i can learn who i can learn from uh i just kind of want to share it because there's plenty of people out there like me who didn't know themselves at a certain point in time or uh didn't like themselves maybe or just wanted to create some sort of change in themselves and i figured out how to do it What's for myself, but I'm still doing it. It's, it's not. It's not done. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's not. There, be. there isn't. A, it's never done. It's yeah. never done. There's, so there's, so there's constant stuff to learn, and that's what I want to do with my site. I'm going to continually learn and grow, and I'm going to share everything that I can find that's of use that someone else can do. And that's that's one of the things that I brought today was this habits grid that I picked up that right. I've used. I've used quite quite a bunch, and it works effectively. Um, well, it's like a. You know, especially if you're just starting out and, and you're trying to resolve to change, you know, old habits, yeah. old behavior and replace that with something new that's going to be a positive exactly. force in your life. A lot of times having a visual representation like yeah. this, you know, or, or even if you just like if you have like a little notebook. Yeah. And you mentioned an app earlier that yeah we'll definitely get into that the so, so there's there's that. a lot of helpful tools out there uh that can really use someone else's uh, experience on their journey, and maybe you can yeah you relate to it. And that's that's the goal of the site, and um, like maybe maybe your bottom, if you're you know, maybe my bottom can help you. Yeah, have to before not, you get to your bottom. Yeah, you don't have to experience this. Let me tell you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Here's exactly. my experience, and it's like a lot of people can relate to that, especially. You know, as far as what we were talking about earlier and how we have all had some similar experiences and wanting yeah, to to come uh, and become a... Better person. Right. Well, a happier person. A, better a happier per person, yeah. I, I think a happier person is better than an unhappier person. Yeah, you're, so, if you're a happier person, you're a better person regardless. You're going to be better to the people around you. You're going to be right. better to yourself. I mean, it's just, it's it's a, it's a it grows on its own. It has its own momentum. Well, it's it a habit. That's a habit. That is a happiness habit. And happiness and is absolutely a habit. Absolutely. A happy, I believe happiness is a decision. It is. Yeah. I think so, too. You, you have to I think, decide to be happy. And you can decide to be happy at any point in time. And, and that's I, For it. most people. Like uh, like the power of positivity. Even the people who just subscribe to The Secret. Yeah. You know, and we were talking about how, like, regardless of what you call it. Yeah. It, it's still the same thing. And people experience it, you know, in their own way, of course. And they call it different things. Yeah. You know, and, but we're all, I think, searching for that connection. And to make this life better for everybody. Yeah. And, and and that's where, like, these habits aren't just not cussing or not picking your nose or something like that. These habits can have huge implications on your life from very small ones. Like, just get, like one of the things on there was sleep. I wanted to get six to eight hours of sleep. That has implications it, throughout the rest of my well, life. Well, I mean, that's like important. I, I can get, I can for get more your, work done. More, well, you know, you know, I'm in your, a better mood. Your physical well-being. Yeah, your and, mental well-being. And, you know, you mentioned Rome and 
the laying the bricks every day, the small bricks make the big foundation. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's, like, it's, yeah, it's and you things. And yes, it you, is. And if you, uh, another, with the analogy, you know, if you spend the time not worrying about what you haven't laid yet, but you focus on what you're doing, you're able, yeah. you're able to build that foundation that you're able to build the Coliseum on. Yeah. You know, something that will actually stand and, like, really resonate through everything else in your life. And that's with habits. Yeah. If your habits are in alignment with what it is you want to accomplish, then you will consistently be laying those little bricks right. every day. And being honest with yourself is super important. Yeah. Because it's like we were talking about having this visual, you know, checklist essentially to yeah. to show that you know you're making progress. Also, and it's like it doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah, you but know, you know the progress has to be perfect. Yeah, know, as long as you're committing. When you're when you're trying to overcome addiction, sometimes it's easy to lose sight of the small things. Right. Yes. And the small things do accumulate. And but it takes time. It does take time. And consistency. It takes mm-hmm. consistency. But just to remind yourself of the little things that you need to be doing. Because, you know, you're fighting addiction. You well, still, it's hard. You know, all you the people. A, life. a lot yes. of people will help you, and whether they realize it or not, but they will help you while you're in addiction. And But it seems like when you're trying to come oh, yeah. out of that, it's like you have to overcome, like, all the help that is already given right. you that we're – but they, you know, Lost people trust. didn't necessarily understand that yeah. they were, and they were actually enabling you. They were helping yeah. you go further down, down uh, yeah. the, the path uh, towards something that you know. It's, so it's like it, you not only you have to just keep the faith, prove it to yourself, and yeah, and, and a I, lot of these little wins, a lot of these little, little bricks, they, that, they 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 build momentum. It all yeah. works mm-hmm. off momentum. Going down that downward spiral is its own momentum. The more you get going with it, the more it just takes on a life of itself. With the same thing is going back up. Right, it's those little ones will get. A, a, there's a good saying. It's like a pushing a boulder up a hill. Right, that can be. That's a that's a habit. So the, let's say the the habit I wanted to uh, get done with was uh, not drinking my addiction. That's a boulder, and so I push it up the hill. I do all that work, and it requires effort at first to get that momentum swung back up in the right direction up that hill. But once you hit a certain point. It literally is all downhill from there. It creates its own momentum. Once it starts going over that hill and it starts rolling well, down Well, yeah, itself, everything, like the consistency yeah. and the commitment so to it. So it does require work and effort to get the momentum swung back in the right direction, then, and that's where the habits come into play. Those exactly. habits are what allow you to do that. It's and like then, retraining your brain, essentially, to where it's not a chore. It's just it comes natural. I got all right. a couple of definitions for habits. The, okay. psychology, the psychology definition is any regularly repeated behavior that requires little or no thought and is learned rather than innate. That means it's a learned behavior, not well, one that you were just well, born And with. if you can learn it, that means you can train yourself. Exactly. You can practice it. It's it, uh, the dic- dictionary.com said an acquired behavior pattern regularly followed until it has become almost involuntary. Yeah. So what we're doing is you, you create those habits and yes, they do. You do have to learn them. You do have to repeat them. You do have to force them at, at, at maybe at the be- in the beginning. You have to force it. And but it's like what you're really doing is retraining those neural pathways. Yes. And once it becomes a habit. It's just you like people, to, it's like people who wake anymore. up in the morning and have to have that cup of coffee. It's like they get up, coffee. Wake yeah. up, get a cup of coffee. It's like they weren't always like that. Yeah. They wired themselves to like when they get up in the morning, they go and do That's that coffee habit. thing. That is their habit. And it's like, and 
Just like it can happen on autopilot. And it's like you change, just, you're and changing that habit is since you've already wired your brain. Yes. It's like you wake up, you walk in there, you run the water, you make the coffee, and then you know, your day kind of that's just like the first box that you tick. Yeah. Pretty much every day. And if you don't tick that box, your day's a little off. Yeah, and it, and if you're trying to like take that box even off the list, so if you're trying to shift your habit from one habit to something else, you know, it can seem especially hard in the beginning. Well, there is a I'm, you kind of hit on this that I was going to get to later, but this is an excellent time to talk about it. It's a, it's a cognitive behavior therapy technique. And uh, this also has applications in other areas of your life other than just habits. But here's here's how your subconscious works. So say I got this habit that I want to get rid of. Well, so now I'm gonna my first step is to stop doing it. Well, once you take that habit out of your either daily routine or wh- whatever, it it has created a void to replace. And it. now yes, that void does not want to continue to be a void. Yeah, it wants I mean, to be full. So what it's going to happen is your subconscious is going to figure out a way to fill it. And the most easiest, the most familiar, the most comfortable is to refill it with what you just yeah, took out. Right. It, it's going to go right back to there. So unless like, you hey, put we always, something in. We always do that coffee in the morning. Yeah, well, that's why a easy. lot of recovering addicts work out. Yeah, you got to fill you know, it with or, something else. Or, or avoid, you know, like we were talking earlier. You know, it's like you want to avoid the things that well, yeah, you, that's are obvious. familiar, like or were familiar when anything you, were, you associate with your addiction, right? You need to yeah. steer clear of. Yeah, but right. you, you can Please. just look at the word avoid, avoid. Yeah, right. So avoid. just just, so it's, just so it's by gonna be avoiding filled. it, you're creating a void. That's why so you, you need to put something else something in positive. there. Like people yes. who want to quit smoking, <laughs> a lot of people. And that void will put food or something yeah. else, something else that's, you know. They may just deem less harmful. Toothpicks. You know. I need to quit smoking. Yeah, me yeah, too. We, we should all quit smoking. Yeah. That'll be it. January 1st, 2021. No yeah, well, I don't, I don't want to say. <laughs> to me, that seems I, like a procrastination. I don't want to say no smoking. <laughs> New Year's thing. Yeah. I wanna, I'm, I'm saying less smoking and being more. Physically you know, active. Just, What's good to aim low? Well, see, it is, uh, just to hit on, you just mentioned, like, you thought that uh, the New Year's resolutions is... It's a procrastination. It's pro- yeah, you just uh, wait until the New Year. Procrastination and addiction go hand in hand, too. Yeah. Yeah. Procrastination is... Ugh, if you're waiting, everywhere. If you're waiting for the New Year and uh, the New Year's Day to quit whatever, like, uh, a lot of people will want to trade, like, uh, you know, unhealthy habits like smoking. Yeah. Or, or drinking, even. Yeah. Or maybe even something... You know, more serious than that, but they'll be like, okay, new, you know, New Year's, new Year's is the day I'm going to do it. But it's like you're partying New Year's Eve, yeah, till that and you got till some, the ball drops. You hung over, you got a half pack of cigarettes and a case of beer left. And it's like, well, Not tomorrow, tomorrow, beer. tomorrow I, I can start. So it's like that addict mind will help you with those procrastinations. Yeah, it's going to fill that void. Yeah, it's going to fill it with, it's like, like I said, well, what's familiar, what's comfortable, what it's been doing. Like the job of your subconscious mind is. To keep you alive. It, well, we were talking about and that. It's like the uh, operating system. Yeah, it keeps your your, it's running your behind breathing, all the your, your, your breathing, heart. your heart rate, your blood pressure, all of your digestive systems, anything. Like yeah. it's, it's its job is to keep you alive, and the best way that your subconscious has decided to keep you alive it's is for you to do the same shit you were doing yesterday. Once been you running, lived, you you made it. It's essentially so, you used an analogy that it you know your subconscious run, and talking about like self hypnosis and yeah. things like that last time. Uh, it's like your 
your subconscious is basically running the operating system. Yes. That's running all these apps yeah. that, that are, you know, you, your habits and you, you know, the things, you know, that, but underneath it all is like, we're just running because that's what we've been doing since you've been alive. Yes. Well, you've been, yeah. you, you programming yourself. And it like, there's a, a study that the researchers at Duke university did that say that habits account for 40% of our daily behavior. So 40% of what you do during the day is an autopilot program that you right. habitually do and you don't give much conscious thought to. You're just running that program. Yeah, so if you're getting eight hours of sleep a night, then 16 hours, you know, are yeah. you're awake. And how? what's the percentage? 40% is what do you I, I wonder if that 40. It's, it's like seven hours. I wonder 16, if they take yeah. into account sleep in that number in 40%. That may be a, another part of the program. Maybe. You know? But you know, and, and they say it, they a lot said of people. Forty percent of your daily behavior. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to say that that's probably when you're awake. Well, so, if I you're mean, depressed like, and you sleep all the time, that would be your habit. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's just interesting that that's that's so basically that's how your mind is working. You're you're running these programs. You're going to constantly run these programs. So that's what habitual means. I mean, that's what a habit is. And so to be able to remove the ones you don't want and then insert the ones you do want is just an incredible tool for us to be able to have. It's, it's, it's awesome when you think about it. I mean, it, sometimes it can be depressing to me to think about because I'm like, look at all these habits that I do that I don't even think about and that are detrimental. Right. And, 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 and for a second, and I'll get and stuck it's on not that. like, and it's not even like it's something that you even enjoy. It's like, we all sit here and say, yeah, we need to quit smoking. Yeah. When's no, the last time you had a cigarette you totally enjoyed? Yeah, you know, yeah, a it's, while been, ago. it's been a few. I do, I do a couple every day that I really enjoy. Mm. Yeah, but there's a lot I that don't I like them. Yeah, there's a lot but that I smoke, smoke that I, it's like I'm, I'm just gonna, and it's like I find myself procrastinating other things that I really want to accomplish, and I'll procrastinate even if nothing else with a cigarette. Well, yeah. as soon as yeah. I finish this smoke, yeah, and then it's like in. And during that cigarette, you may uh, get preoccupied with something else that yeah. preoccupies you. Next thing you know, the thing that you wanted to do or wanted to or accomplish to do. or yeah. even needed to do is undone. Yeah. Oh, and the more you I do get... that, it compounds even more. And it's like rewiring your neuro. Yeah. See, and it's that's uh, there's a video in that habits post. Not only not only is there uh, a downloadable template that I have here that, that I did want to mention something real quick. When you were talking about how New Year's is a kind of a cop out, it, and it is. That's why this is this does not have months. This is not like April of twenty twenty one. No timeline. No, there's no there's no months on it. It's just go. It goes from one to thirty one. Yeah. It kind of takes so the pressure. That, yeah, you're not you're not. It's, the, it's today. Right. The it's fact not, the fact I'll that you're willing uh, willing to acknowledge and you know you're aware. And you're accepting the fact that there are things about you that you would like to change. Yeah. Then I think that's the most important, you know, brick, if you will, yeah. to to lay for a foundation. Also, I think that it's important if anybody's listening that is struggling with addiction, it's important to realize that failure doesn't mean defeat. No. You can, you know, if you fall off, every moment's new. It doesn't mean you have to give up. This there's there's a good uh, all right like so I'm gonna make this make sense so bear with me so like a uh, torpedo a torpedo has a guidance system on it that does not tell it you're on track you're on track you're on track what it does is when it gets off track 
it says you need to make this correction. And then it makes another correction. And then it's off track again, and it makes another correction. And it just keeps making mistakes. It's like turning into a skid. It it makes mistakes and makes corrections for those mistakes until it actually reaches its target. It's constantly calculating where it is. There's not one in there that says you're on target. There's only ones that say this is off, this is off. So when you have failures or mistakes... That doesn't, you are not your mistakes. You are not, just because you failed doesn't mean you are a failure. Yeah, but for a lot of people, that's a, that's a real easy platform that once they fall off of, it's like, well, you know, I went ahead and, and stumbled, so I may as well fall. Yeah. You know, because it's like, you know, especially if you're trying to like, like talk to your old support system that used to enable you and you're trying to, you know, yeah. make if, changes in your life and make amends. Yeah. You know? If you're trying to beat addiction and you relapse, there'll there will be a thought in your mind like this is a fork in the road. Mm-hmm. You know. It's like people that say that, you know, whether on a diet, it's like if you're on a diet and you're doing really well and you you know Somebody sets down a bag of cookies over here, and uh, they eat a couple, and then they leave, and they forget their cookies. Yeah, it's like because you would you you withstood the battle, you didn't eat any, but now they're sitting there looking at you, and then you break down and eat one. And then it's you like eat the rest of and the, the, and then the there difference comes the is fork in the road. Yeah, it's like eat the rest of them. The, yeah, oh yeah, it's like and it's a lot of people you know will use that stumble as an excuse to go ahead and fall. It's like, normally you wouldn't eat that whole bag of cookies. Yeah. You come a long way. You you would eat a half a bag of cookies. But it's like, there's the whole bag. You ate one instead of taking that as a small victory or a small stumble. Yeah. It's like, it's really easy to just to slip in. on down that slope yeah. and eat the bag of cookies. And then you can feel guilty. Yeah. Let's so put it's some like, guilt on top of everything. And it's like you were that analogy you made with avoid. Yeah. Avoid is what your mind creates when you're changing or, yeah. or, or attempting to change this habit or behavior, repetitious behavior. It's like it's going to fill that void. Yeah. And it's like first it's going to fill it with cookies and then it's going to fill it with defeat. Yeah. And try to talk you out of even wanting to change it because it wants to run that program. Yeah, it wants to go back to what it's using. And that's a, that's another thing on this, on that, on that uh, post, there is a YouTube video called The Backwards Bike. I mentioned it the last time where the guy goes, uh, he had, Bo, you weren't here. This this is a really cool video. It's only about seven, eight minutes. But a guy, like, engineers his bicycle to where when he turns the wheel to the right, the wheel turns left. And when he turns it to the left, the wheel turns right. And he had to retrain himself to ride this bicycle. It took him, like, three months, I believe he said. And uh, what happened, though, was he eventually got himself to where he could just drive it like normal. And that was normal to him. Yeah. But then... It took a lot of falling... That was pushing that boulder up the hill. Yeah. But once he got it up the hill, it was fine. It was on autopilot. It was in the program. He was running the program. It was habitual, and he was rocking it out. But then when he got on a regular bicycle, it only took him like two or three minutes to just go right back to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because that neural pathway is in there too. So what you got to be aware of is that even though you may have formed these new habits and formed these new neural pathways, those old ones aren't deleted. They're still there. Right. And they can easily be slipped back into and that's where your subconscious mind, more, more often than not, wants to go. That it knows. It's familiar. It's comfortable. And that's what your subconscious mind wants. It knows that you can survive when you're in comfortable. But there's, there's a cool saying, uh, miracles don't happen in your comfort zone. Yeah. Uh, comfortable means status quo. Right. Same old shit. 
Uh, if you want something new, you got to do something you've never you done. You can change you know, there's, the there's, miracle to the status quo, but it takes pushing the boulder up the hill. I yeah. read something a long time ago. I don't remember what I read. I just remember this little part of it where they were talking about if you want to be successful, you have to get away from your comfort zone. Yeah. You know, yeah. Move, move, and comfort move zone. Move away from your uh, yeah, hometown. That, that, your comfort that's, zone. That's gonna keep you, you're going to want to stay there. Right. You, you Like where your comfort zone is, you know, that's like, um, you know, a lot of people hate failure. Yeah. It's better to, you know, not to push the participation trophy. But it's like, it, it's like, and even, you know, if some things that are in your, you know, operating system habit program, mm -hmm. you know, it's like may not be easy to everyone else, but it's like even, you know, some habits that you've, you've already proved to yourself that you can do hard stuff. Yeah. You know, but, you know, in, in order to change that, you know, permanently, it's like it, the computer system is you have to retrain it. Yeah. You have, it requires effort. It requires, uh, doing it like you can't just say like i said that's you got to fill that void and filling that void is pushing the boulder you can't just say all right i don't want to smoke anymore yeah it's okay not that well simple. that well that's cool but, it, but, but if you you're serious about it if you really get down to it and you're serious about it and you start making efforts towards that and then you start to see the change yeah it's just like when you're on a diet and you like really stick with it yeah and it's like you feel so, the well, change you, you feel you change. feel it not it's like if and with the first time I did it, you know, nobody else, I could feel it. And I started feeling it. And it's yeah. like, well, then the habit started taking hold. And, you know, I was like, started believing in myself more. There you go. Because I stuck with it. Because then I started seeing yeah. change. Yeah. And But it's like, I had to go through the feeling change, stick with it, stick and, and, you know, build some consistency in this new behavior. And then it's like, and then I started to see them. Yeah, and, and that like, just and, created more momentum. And then eventually, the eventually, you know, hey, somebody I haven't seen in a while, they'll be like, hey, you lost weight. It's like, and that's like the cement. Yeah. You know, then, that, then I left a box of honey buns in his cabinet. Yeah, and that was, and that was the that? end of that. <laughs> I gave them all away. Yeah, you said you ate them. I may have. I gave them all away to my stomach. <laughs> but, I mean, still, it's like, you know, it's like the way I defeated that is – my diet when I in which I'm getting ready to go embark on a new journey, yeah, uh, the keto journey. But it's Did like it. at the time, it's like I I changed my diet a lot at the grocery store. Yeah, that's where it starts. You know, it's like and you know he said he brought honey buns into the house. It's like that bag of cookies. Yeah, and it's like and maybe I did eat them all. I don't know that you did, but regardless, I didn't allow that to like totally you adjusted your course. I didn't knock down the whole wall. That I built, yeah. yeah. It's like I as torpedo for my goal. Yeah, you know, I you just, you make the mistake, but you make the adjustment. If you don't make an adjustment, the mistakes are only bad if you don't learn from them. I mean, we're if human. you learn from them, yeah, you're gonna make mistakes. You if you yourself. learn from it, if you adjust the course, then that mistake that mistake only served to help you. It's another stepping stone. It, it's a it, it's a it's something that you it's one way you know that not to do it or or you know it's it it actually helps you if you learn from it. But if liked on that torpedo, if it never adjusted course, it would never hit its hit its target. It's going. So it you, might hit you, something, mistakes, but it, mistakes will be made. You just need to make the. I think that's very important for anyone starting out, like especially if you're using the New Year's resolution to try to, uh, you know, springboard some sort of change, some sort of change that you want to see long term. That's gonna that's like a long term thing, and it's like that's a problem with our society. 
It's like as far as long term, we got fast food, instant gratification. Internet keeps getting faster. You know, yeah. it's like now, 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 better now. <laughs> I want better, and I want it faster than yeah. what I was. You know, than the worst thing that I was accepting in the time it took. I want something better, and I want it faster. It's like oh. That's why the pharmaceutical industry is, yeah, you know, that, that's why, that's why they have so much uh, power and influence as they do is because people are interested in the instant fix and not changing their habits that that's, that's (laughs) potentially almost 100% of the time causing whatever kind of problem they're having that they're hoping to fix with a pill. Yeah. It's like, you, it, yeah, and that's another thing that you have to really come to terms with is that in order for us to make happiness a habit or things like that, it's a, it's a, it's an inside job. That's yeah. not going to come from outside because whatever um, fulfillment you receive from outside things is just a momentary, momentary fulfillment. It's, it, yeah. it, 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 it does satisfy you at that time, at that moment. And they, but now you need another one. It's, it was now just like doing one. any any drug, really. Yeah. So you need your brain to, doesn't know what to, kind of drug you're doing. It's just it's alerting you that you're fulfilled right now. Right. And right. then you need it again. So you have to. You're filling voids. I think we've so all eaten can, enough to be miserable. Yeah. You know, it's like the food is so good, and yeah. you just totally indulge, and then it's like you're sitting on the couch going, "Oh god, yeah, this is awful. Oh god, I'm never going to do that again. Until I'm never going to do that again." And it's like, <laughs> and then you know. You're sitting there a little while later. You're you're no way you're fucking hungry. <laughs> yeah. Should have smoked that should have smoked that weed. Know, right? Yeah. <laughs> but you but you were so full you didn't get any of that pumpkin pie. Yeah, so like, now now and you then you now eat now that pie. You go get some pumpkin pie. You eat so you go eat that pie and it just makes it like you were miserable and you were starting to like get better. <laughs> being able to, you know, breathe a little bit, and then you go and fucking eat the pie and you feel worse than you did before. And you know that you knew that before you ate the pie, yeah. But it's you, so good; it's like you just indulge. It's like that is as good as you know heroin or cocaine or alcohol or yeah. weed, cigarettes. And food is an addiction. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, and it's I like mean, and you, you can, can you ask can somebody make an addiction out of anything. There's yeah. people out there that eat chalk. Well, they yeah, oh wow, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's so taboo. <laughs> I saw somebody that paper. ate um, a potted uh, potting soil. Yeah. Yeah, you, like, you, the people will find it's anything. Not to the put worst it. thing. <laughs> yeah. that people. Yeah, I, well, I saw some weird stuff on that show, <laughs> but I mean, it just shows to go. You, it's like if you know, and a lot of that show was letting your freak flag fly yeah, freely, yeah, absolutely. And I, and the other half was made up and you know, edited production. Yeah, written by comedians. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't remember what one of y'all said. It's not that simple as far as habits go. And it's not. Well, that's why. It's but it really is. You know, well, it's, it's simple. simple it really but not is. Easy. It's not easy. That's but the thing. It is that simple. It is simple. Stop. It's just not. It's just that simple. Is yeah. It is like yes. And then the next step to con- to make sure that that's going to take hold is to fill it with something else. So you stopped it. You filled it with something else, and now it is going to take some sort of willpower and motivation to do it but to, to continue to do it consistent this there's 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 and you have to figure you, out a way i'm sorry jamie go ahead but you have to figure out a way to keep yourself motivated see and that's the thing motivation is a feeling so it's going to pass and it's not always going to be there so you got to figure out a way that to be able to do it without motivation and uh, willpower <laughs> things like things like willpower and motivation they can be diluted or hijacked by something simple as being hungry yeah or being tired. So 
like you have to understand that yes, motivation and willpower do play a role and they will help you when you have them at your disposal. But when you're not motivated and you don't have that willpower, that's when your subconscious mind is going to suck you back into that old little neural pathway and yeah. say, this is where we're going to go. And you have to be aware. That's when having that other thing in place, I'll that other what. thing that fills the void is very crucial because you're like, okay, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do this and I'm going to lay that brick today. Right. Today I'm going to do that right now. And and it's then, like, oh shit, I didn't lay a brick yesterday. You've got but to if keep you got that consi- Yeah, if you yeah. get that consistency in there. You know, and that, that's where the willpower comes in. It's like we were talking about laying bricks. Yeah. And it's like, and just because, you know, a lot of people, you know, especially, you know, a lot of people will be, uh, their resolution will be to lose weight. Yeah. Or, that's you, huge. Go, you know. To, or stop smoking or, or stop. Or, or yeah. yeah. And these are hard things. Yeah. You know, and there's no instant fix. There's no instant fix. Even people that get that lap band surgery, a lot of times they end up being obese. Yeah. You know, they'll, they'll do it for a while. Because you didn't solve the actual problem. Right. You just, you you know, you did a, a stitch. Yeah. You did a stitch that's going to give you some instant gratification right now. Yeah. If, and it's like, and if you use that for a springboard to actually change the underlying behavior, then it yeah. can work. There's, there's a lot of people it works on. But it's like just because, you know, and that's the reason why a lot of people, a lot of diets, you know, whether whether it's a an extreme diet, which most diets are going to be an extreme change from, you know, because yeah. there's there's rules to yeah. to these right. diets, and it's like you know a lot of people will do do really well for a while, and then they always say, well, you know, I lost thirty pounds, and then I'm gained that back plus you know ten or twenty more, because it's like, but they're subconscious. Is that powerful? Yes, it's, it's more powerful more than powerful. they reward themselves, or or the gratification, the underlying you know subconscious gratification that they're getting from the changed or new behavior that they're trying to implement. That's why it's that's why the habits play such a huge role because it's so easy to go back into the old habits. So like, um, it's it's important to make sure that you got these in place and that they've taken root. And that's kind of what you're. What you then it's not as much. It's like it's like tying your shoes or or going up a flight of stairs. You don't at first. You had to sit there and say, "I have to cross these laces like this." You have to give it that conscious thought to do it. But after you've repeated it often enough, yeah, you get it right yeah, and you, you keep doing it. it. You keep going. You keep going. Now it's unconscious. Now it's on. Yeah, like you, you, you don't think about it. Boom. It's just like I got to tie my shoes, and now they're tied. It would require effort for me to actually think about every step of yeah. tying my shoes. Now I'm gonna cross my legs. I'd have to slow down to think about it. Right, it just comes natural muscle memory because you've got to have it in there. You've got it in the you, subconscious. You got program. that fucking app installed into yeah. the operating system, and the operating system in turn has changed. Well, so that this. is a small. Go ahead. Okay. Just before I forget, let me think. Okay, so yeah, boredom. With me, I couldn't tell you how many times I've been, like, towing the line of getting on the right path and thinking I was going to do it, and then I would be at home with nothing to do. Yeah. And, like, addiction, with drug addiction, a lot of times, a lot of drug addicts will, t- will tell you this. I don't have. Half the addiction is just the habit of going and chasing down your drugs or, yeah. you know, yeah. the, 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 whole, the stress that of, whole lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, the the whole drama that, that goes in. That is a habit that has gotten into you mentally and physiologically. You've got you've created uh, 
that feeling right that i'm gonna go get it i have i have to go here yeah the motions I, that you, are involved yeah, now that starts generating these these feelings inside of you that you're like uh, anxiety angst uh maybe even a little bit of fear depending on where you gotta go feelings. yeah but yeah. i think that it's uh, it's a lot of people don't realize how big of a problem boredom is with relapse oh yeah Just and, that's, and that's why i was gonna say it's like stay laying bricks. that is why like you know a lot of people have success you know with with like in a Al-Anon or, or Alcoholics Anonymous, Keeps these busy. these these groups where it's like where they the people are all going through the same thing similarly, mm-hmm. and it's like and they have like a support system to where it's not just like you're going through and suffering alone, and it's like and there's nobody that gives a fuck about you know what you're personally going through, and if you're trying to like really make some changes in your life, even you know, like trying to change that, especially, you know, with that kind of addiction. Yeah. You know, doing it by yourself can be really hard. And that's what, you know, whether you're trying to do a, a weight loss regimen. Support or, is crucial. Or if you're just like looking to become more connected with yourself or, you know, whatever it, brings you, that's what your website's kind of yeah. designed to do. Is to, to try to do, yeah. It's kind of just like, leaving marks on the path for people to follow. Yeah, breadcrumbs. Follow the breadcrumbs. This is how I got to where I'm at. And um, a lot of that, like, uh, boredom and filling yourself with something, that's where habits can come into play. Like, all right, I'm going to having... board- fill that boredom with doing this. One of the things that I did when I first stopped drinking, when I got out of rehab, was um, – I, it, it was a bit ambiguous, but I was like, I want to replace my addiction to alcohol with productivity. Right. So I was like, instead of drinking, I'm going to accomplish something that will move my business forward, move my life forward. I didn't have really specific things laid out. I was just like, I'm going to be productive. So I started filling that void with productivity. I would read any book I could on how to better myself. I would read any book I could on how to better the restaurant and how to get the business going, uh, you know, I would read, like, so I was just like, all right, I'm productive. And so that's how I kind of filled that void of, of the boredom was to have productivity. And now be, it's, you spend that predict, well, it's even on your list, your yeah. uh, content list. Yeah. And it's like you, you can transform that into something that it's like you want to help people, and it's like you didn't have an outlet like what yeah. you're creating yes. you have to essentially help people no matter what if it's addiction or weight loss or even if it's just a self-exploration thing you just yeah. want to be healthier and that's and that's the key too is also like a lot uh, support only can go so far from other people in my opinion like y- you need it, it, it and it's wonderful when it happens but if you don't support yourself it's hard for people to reach out it's, and, it's not going to you're not going to accept a lot of it from a lot of other people well, you, you have to understand too when you're in the beginning stages of recovery, people aren't going to trust you. Yeah, that's you know, absolutely. You have yeah. you have been an addict and probably misled and lied and done and a been lot an of, asshole. Been an asshole. Yeah, all those foundation bricks that you granted. had laid for years with your life. And you yeah. know these you people. Go. I know in my case, I you know I abused people's love for me in any way I could. Yeah. You know I would call and lie. I need money. My you know for this that whatever. By the time I got clean, you know, where's everybody at? Yeah, right. a lot of them aren't. Gonna, so that's why it's also crucial to start to building that. that building that support system right. in yourself. Exactly. That comes with both awareness 
you know, an acceptance of, you know, it's like if you've been digging a hole and you're standing in that hole, you can't, you have to accept it. Yeah, and just because you put the shovel down doesn't mean you're out of the hole. Right, you got to climb. You have to accept that it's your hole. Yeah, yeah, and And accept what it's going to take to get out of it. And it's important not to... I mean, if you're blaming someone else for, like, the hole that you're in, like, well, I dug this for you. It's like you're... It's going to be hard to get on that road (laughs) out of that... Out of the... The whole you have that to you accept d- your personal it's responsibility. You have to take responsibility for yourself. I if think that's in, to get uh, sober, acceptance. If you're trying to get sober and you're in the hole, it's important to one, accept that it's your hole. Yeah. And admit that it's your hole. But two, you can't expect to have all the help that you would have had before oh. the addiction. Exactly. Or even during so the addiction. So it's like, yeah, yeah, so you need to accept where you are, be aware of where you are, accept that. And then I think move on to forgiveness. Yes. And uh, make a deal with yourself that hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best yeah. to change my situation. If once you're aware and you accept where you're at, and and you accept you take acceptance and responsibility for your position in life, even if it is somebody's fucking fault, it's never any, you know addiction. You, yeah, well, yeah, it's I like, mean, a, but it's yeah, a, that usually falls in your own lap. Well, it yes. I mean, there are. I'm sure there's a situation where, like, where child, children. Yeah, and, you can, you know, and, you can, and that just perpetuates everything else. There comes that, a point as an adult that you have to take responsibility, no matter what you've been through. You have to take responsibility for yourself. Well, exactly. if you if you, you were are, there because of the decisions that you made, right. if you be, if you begin to like, if you start, even just with your website, if somebody just stumbles across this video and and ends up going to your website. Right. That's where you're supposed to say your website. Oh, awareness and acceptance. Awareness and most time I have it written down. I'm I'm so afraid I'm going to say it backwards, but awarenessandacceptance.com. It's like regardless of where you are on your rope, even if you're at the end, you know, it's like you're going to find a way and, you know, someone who actually gives a fuck about you. But it's like at the end of the day, you have to forgive yourself. Yeah. And even if, uh, if you're coming out of an abusive situation, you're just trying to change your environment. It's like it's up to you whether or not you're happy at the end of the day. You have yeah. to take responsibility. And that's something that you have to accept. It's like Yeah. And those are huge steps. Those are huge steps. And and not a lot of people get them, uh, unfortunately. And it's like you And said, they're hard. And so it's like and if you fail, it's a lot it's, it's really easier it's to easier tell to yourself to go ahead and just, just revert back yeah. to whatever. Because I'm used to that. I'm yeah. comfortable with that. And it's like, like I'm not necessarily happy, but it's easy. Yeah. Like Jamie said. You have to get to know yourself. You have to relearn who you are. Yeah. Yes. Because it's so. like you, you've been very, obviously, if, especially if you're in the grips of addiction, you're pretty accepting you know, of what you got going on, whether you like it or not. Yeah. You've accepted what you're doing. Jamie you, said that, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Jamie said that he's been a heavy drinker since you were 18, right? Yeah. So you've never even known yourself as a sober man. Exactly. As a grown man. It was, it was, it was incredible when they were right. asking me these I questions. Imagine. I was just like, holy shit, I'm in my 30s. Right. It's and like I have you... no idea who I am, what I, what I, what I really stand for. But, and as I, but it's funny how you remember, you were talking about how you got back to who you really were. And you, I actually felt like, oh, this is who I am. Yeah. You know, like I do know who when I am. When you said that you'd been drinking for that long, it kind of struck a chord with me because, you know, I've, for most of my adult life, well, probably throughout my 20s, I wasn't really addicted. I played around a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, uh, I knew who I was. Yeah. So when At you that said, point in time, though. When you, yeah. And, uh, you know. Yeah, and you change. Yeah. I, I feel like I've, I'm the same at my core. 
but you've evolved. But I've evolved, and I feel like I'm better. Well, in fact, going through something like that and actually changing your behavior and going through, you know, addiction especially, you know, that is going to have a pretty huge impact on your experience level. But, you know, uh, you know, so it's like your ability to, like, reflect or actually talk to somebody who's going, like, maybe trying to make that first step. Yeah. It's like you got a little bit of insight. Hey, I've been there. And I've I've tried that step ten times before I found it. You know, yeah. it's like I I tried it, and it was like it took that tenth time, you know, of me failing nine more times and then trying again, yeah, to to actually make a a legitimate change in your life. So it's like the the first habit you need to uh, to to change is the fact that you're going to try to change. That's yeah. going to be your new habit. You know, Absolutely. Have you? You have to accept where you are. Regardless, even if someone else puts you in the hole, <laughs> you don't have to stay there. Yeah, regardless. That's true. What were you? What were you gonna say about uh? You didn't. You did know who you were. Yeah. Uh, so, as I was becoming sober after what, eight years of heroin addiction, yeah, I started feeling like myself again. Like with heroin or opiates, your pain tolerance gets so low. And I, you know, I've been in construction my whole life, and I I used to be really tough yeah. as far as pain goes. But not just that, but it's just like, man, that shit just made me so weak. And it's an awesome excuse while you're in the grips of addiction. It's like, oh, man, my back hurts. I'm not going to Well, there was a time my back would hurt, and I didn't care. Yeah. I kept going. And everybody else would be ready to to lay down, and I'd be the one still going. And then I My back hurts. It's like, well, my back hurts too, but yeah. Yeah. But then I turned into such a pussy, and I, I knew it was happening. But as I got sober, I was like, man, I'm starting to feel like myself again. Here I am. But you, you experienced your pain. So when you said that you'd been basically an alcoholic since you were a teenager and you're in your 30s now, it's like well, I'm 40 now, but 40. Yeah. yeah. But Happy damn, birthday. it's like you've never known yourself as an adult man. No, I so didn't. It's crazy to me. It, w- it, it was crazy to me, too, because you tell yourself you do. You tell yourself, right. I know exactly who I am. Right. Like you and, and fully convinced that I did know who I was. And then it's like, yeah, after about a week or two into, uh, not drinking in rehab, they were like, oh, so what are your values? And I had nothing. Nothing. What the fuck is values? Yeah, I'm like, man? what do you mean by f- values? What is this? juice? Yeah, I was like, what do you mean by values? And they were like, they were shocked that I didn't know. It's like, you know? I, was it's like, like I normally buy Tide over here at the dollar store, but I saw in the ad, Walmart's got it $3 off, so <laughs> that's what I call value. Yeah, right. The values keep dropping. Yeah. But it, yeah, it was a hard, it was a hard fact to face. And it really the fact that you it, didn't have an answer for that. Yeah, and but what? So I went, I went back and thought about it. Like I went back to my little room, and I was like, "This is this is crazy." But I also felt liberated because I was now aware that I didn't know who I was. Yeah. So I was like, it's okay, like you're so, looking at a map, and it's I'd like always under uh, operated under the assumption that I knew exactly who I was. Right, right. So that's why I didn't understand why I was so lost. Why was I so lost? I know exactly who I am, but I didn't. And so when I realized, when I became aware that I have no idea who I am, but I do point. know, then I had to figure out, well, who do I want to be? Right. And then. Well, you got had a, had a clean slate. So that's, you, yeah, I guess so, could be a good thing. That's so, why the yeah, New Year's that, important. That was actually a, a very liberating. It, was, it, it, it wasn't necessarily depressing. It was a shock. I was like, holy shit, I don't know. That's amazing because I always thought I knew. And then that's it was the like, right all right, question. well, now, now it's cool. Because I can do what I can, I can fill that void 
with who I want to be. Well, it's yeah. like you're 18 all over again. Yeah. I got a whole new shot at it, hair. and yeah, no, I got gray hair in my beard, no hair, no hair on top of my head. This dude used they to have some hair. I man. had hair down to my shoulders for like six years. It was awful. <laughs> it, 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 I shouldn't have done it. I thought I was awesome, yeah. but it's it. Uh, so that was a big, big step, and it really was awesome. So to be honest, I was like, now I can put whatever pieces I want myself to be here. But what I have to do now is develop the habits right. of that person that I want to be. So just briefly, like if, you know, from uh, being asked that question and actually like going through those first, first bricks that you got to lay for foundation back then, when then you were asked about your values and yeah. you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, what, what would you say now? I mean, just, you don't have to go in depth, but, what, where do you stand now as far as your values? All right. So th at that time, like I said, I thought I knew who I was. Right. So I gave these what, somewhat bullshit answers of what I thought yeah. it was expected. That, yeah, exactly. Like, like a true addict. It's, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. in high school, well, wh who are you? Well, I make straight A's. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> well, I, I'm a good dad. You know, uh, I'm, I'm a good I cook, husband. I cook breakfast every I day. I own my own business. I pay the water I go bill. to work every day. Work every you know, day, like, pay them bills, yeah, the lights so, are on. Like I, I, I had all these that I threw out there. Which are a lot of good things. But it's all at that point it was all bullshit. It wasn't I wasn't a good husband. I wasn't you a good just... father. I wasn't a good businessman. Well, I wasn't doing those things. I simply convinced myself that I was. Well, you was just doing them. Yeah. Because just that's a what was, routine. The, you uh, felt like it was expected. It was a habit. Yeah. That I was just in that's... that little loop and doing those things. So then I thought, okay, so let me, since I don't know. So that's all myself, bullshit. Remember what I said last time? That's yeah, all bullshit. So, well, then I thought, okay, so do I actually want those things? Yeah, so right, what do you actually just want? Throwing it out there, do I actually want to be a better husband? Just being honest. Do with I yourself. actually want to be a better father? Yeah, do you want a family and, at all? Yeah, exactly. So once I realized, yes, I want to be a better dad, I want to be a better husband. This this is a great woman who's definitely put up with a lot of shit. Yeah. And still loves me. Yeah, and you love so, her. And I definitely do. But that, so, so you want to like, make okay, that work. So now I know that's where I'm going. That's what you hold got, valuable. It's what Dr. Sue, Mortar, Dr. Sue Mortar calls your come from. She's like, you don't, you got to have a good come from. So I, I'm coming from this place so I can go do that. Yeah. Until you know where you're coming from. You might not ever get to where you need to right. go. Again, with the foundation. So, you know, yeah. So I get grounded. I was like, so now I know who I am and I know what I want to be. So that's now why I need, you do what you do. Now I need to put these, these tasks, these habits, these, these things in place to be able to get me to where I want to go. Right. So that's when I found this. I, I did a, I, I swear to God, I did any book I could read. Like I said, I was trying to do production. I did the same thing. I was, I was like, goosh, get it, get it, get it. And one of them was about procrastination. I'm like, well, I'm definitely a procrastinator. Any addict, I'm sure, would be. Yes. So I was like, I need to get over that because I'm not actually going to do these things I need to do to become the person I want to be if I don't actually do them. If I just think about them, it ain't going to happen. So I found this, and this grid really, really helped me out. So it's like I put nine different spaces up top to where you put whatever habits that you want to work on there. So... I wasn't, uh, I was an insomniac drinking, you know, it was just that. So I was not getting any sleep. If I don't get any sleep, I'm not going to be able to do anything that I need to do during the day. So one of the habits was sleep. I need to make sure I get six to eight hours of sleep every night so that I have the energy and the mental wherewithal to be able to do these things. Uh, and then like, so up here, uh, the family time. 
that's one that's one that, Will you that's read part those of to me? me. I'm sorry. I, yeah. I All right, from the left, it. from the left on over. These are just the ones I had this last month. Uh sleep. So I restarted this on the twelfth of December. That's why it starts on number twelve and the first half isn't done. So I'm killing sleep. I'm killing it. I'm I've got that in, I feel like I've got that in a habit. So I'm gonna I mean that's I'm super re- important. It's it super is. important. So now I'm gonna replace that with a new habit because I've got that one in. Okay. I, I count him in. Uh, and then there's nutrition. I have one X for the entire month of December uh, on nutrition. That That is two healthy meals a day. If I can eat two healthy meals a day, I count that as a, as a win on nutrition. Now, again, this is all habits that you want to set up for yourself. You also want to have some easy wins so that you're creating X's on that thing. Right. And it, gives, it builds that momentum Small we were victories. talking about earlier. Exactly. Meditation, that's one. Meditation... Was when I was in rehab, I even said this to the lady the very first time it actually sunk in, and I I understood why people meditate. I I, I woke up from it, and I had to take a piss, and I walked down a a, a hallway in the rehab center that did not lead to a bath. I didn't know where I was. I, I had meditated, and I was like, "Man, this this is the closest I have felt to being high since I've been sober." And it gave me such a really good feeling mentally, physically. I, like I said, I was just walking around there. I knew I had to use the bathroom, but I didn't know where I was going. I was just like, hey, how's everybody doing today? This is great. I feel fantastic. So I was like, I want to do more of that. Give me some more of that. Right. So I put meditation up there as a habit. Uh, also, if I have a specific thing, like we were talking last time about uh, hypnosis. Hypnosis really helped me uh, because it's, What it is is taking these conscious thoughts and putting them into your unconscious mind repeatedly. So a good way to do that is to do it for thirty days straight. Right. So I so if I retraining your mind exactly. So you're just you're just (coughs) repeating, repeating, repeating until it's in there. So I would put a hypnosis up there on one that I wanted to do. Like uh, one was um, I, I had no real belief in myself. I had convinced myself that I had failed so many times and that I was always a failure. And that's that always, constantly, never. Those are what they call universal quantifiers. And they're, they're, they're not true. They're a lie you tell yourself. You those, don't always do this. Yeah, and that's, There were times I succeeded. That's what I those always initial operating systems are telling you about, you know, your... Yeah, your your that's your subconscious wanting you to go back. So it's like so there there wasn't always. So you need to understand that. So like, I would put uh, the hypnosis for believing in myself more, more self belief, more, more that I can do it. So I would do that, and I would put it on there, and it would be so you for can a whole actually, month. Yeah, and and once boom, you see, boom. you know, it's like and no, no matter how your journey is, even if you got somebody else that you know you're you're trying to. Uh, do your resolution or yeah. your habit change with it's like still it's like you have to hold yourself accountable yeah and it's like and nobody else they're only going to point out anything or mention your fucking struggle yeah. if they see you fail yeah oh it's like if you say oh, i'm gonna you know I'm, I'm quitting smoking on the first of the year and then someone sees you oh i thought you were quitting smoking yeah it's like you know hey, that's why it's it's kind of it's kind of iffy to tell people your goals uh, right. Because what you're going to do is attach their interpretation of your jo- goals to it, so you, they're going to be like, "Oh, did you get around to doing that? Yeah, I didn't think you would." Yeah, and it's like and that's going to that's going to weigh down on what it is you're trying to. Accomplish. And it's like, and le- and once you have someone that's like at least trying to hold you accountable, it's like even no matter if it's ridiculous or not, they're only going to point. They're not going to be like, 
hey, that's another day. That's another good yeah. job. They're not going to call you and be like, good job. Yeah. No, it's going to be like a, they're going to catch you at the the weak moment where you're about to yeah, light up a cigarette. I and, thought she quit smoking. Yeah. It's like that torpedo. Yeah. You don't get the signal that you're on track. Yeah. You only get the signal when you're off. Yeah. So that's like them. They're not going to say, I hey. I guess you didn't hit that target, did yeah, you? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, like, that's why this also helps you personally. You put that X up there. Yeah, so it's I like. put that X up there. Like, even uh, even before maybe you start to feel the the progress, like, because you can feel it when, yeah. you're, when you're forcing you yourself to change. Once you feel that momentum going, it's like, they, it can be hard to get to that point. The, the easiest time to quit is before you really started, yeah. you know, especially yeah. if you're procrastinating anyway. So yeah. I think this can be a great tool, whether you make a, a poster board, which apparently you can just email staples, staples and yeah. they will laminate this yeah. for you. I'm yeah. like, damn, you got a laminator and everything. You are. No, I just told, I just told, yeah, I'm very productive. I, I got <laughs> no, I just, uh, you emailed it. I mean, emailed it to staples and went up there and I said, I want it like three feet across and four feet down or whatever. And laminate, so I can, so, laminate it so I can put, you know, uh, dry race markers on it and erase it every month. That's a free plug for staples. They always yeah, done right. me good. But it's like the point I'm trying to make is the fact that if you, you know, start out and you like really cultivate, which this is a part of cultivation. Absolutely. Of, you know, so it's like you're, this is going to be a tool that even maybe before you start to actually feel yeah. your progress and start to build any personal momentum when it's going to be really easy to quit, you can look over. So well, I've been doing it every day. And it's like, well, I've done it this far. Or I've done it nine out of the last 10. No. You know, and also, so you can dedicate yourself. I'm going to dedicate myself for 30 days. And it's like if they just teach you in re or AA is like just for today. One day at a time. One day at a time. I'm going to do it today. If I do it today and I put that X up there and I do that every day for like a week and I get seven X's up there, it starts lighting that column up. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I, then you start thinking, all right, and I see how many I can get in a yeah, row. You stop like uh, trying to convince yourself or, you know, or or convince yourself not to procrastinate and that you're not going to have that, the, you're not going to be able to just go to the finish line. You can't. You yeah. cannot subvert the journey. You yeah. have to go through it in order to, to have the benefit yeah. of doing it. It's like liposuction, lap band, those surgeries, not going to work. If you keep eating the same way. It's like if you don't change anything about, you know, if you don't have to struggle, it's like the whole give a man a fish yeah, versus teaching him the fish. If I give you a fish, then I'll fed you for today. And then what I've are done you nothing. You are already begging for food. Tomorrow... I can't be surprised if you're still begging for food. However, I teach you how to. If you do go that. through the process of learning it, yeah, and if, dedicate yourself to figuring that out, then you're going to reap the rewards of yeah. it. Yeah, your new habit is going to be like uh, fulfill that goal before you even get hungry, since yeah. you already know how to fish. Yeah, and if you can turn that into something that you enjoy, that chart's cool for a couple of reasons. One, because you know it gives you a a visual of what you're. I'm sorry, it gives you a visual of what you're. Accomplishment because you know you can't look yeah you can't look in the mirror and be like yep eight hours sleep yeah it's yeah. up there you got your ex <laughs> yeah so that's, that's a cool. while before you can actually see change a lot of times but also when you're struggling with addiction and you still have to live your day to day life it's easy to forget the small things yes so you know that's a good that's, reference too to keep you on track yeah that's it's a good you can fill it with whatever like on the one that I have like like I said you can go on that on that post and you can just download it I got it up on Dropbox you can just download it print it out on a regular piece of paper it might be a little small with all the little boxes but or you can just blow it up and have staples printed out for you but um <laughs> use I, a notebook if you have to I made it 
to where the top layer is bigger than the one I have, so you can fill it in with even more stuff. But, like, there's ones, like, this is one of the very first ones, these two, learn and apply. And I got a W and an S. I don't mark those with an X. I mark it either with a W or an S. And or that, both. Or, or both, depending on what I do that day. So learn for work or for myself. Now, that's because I want to, you know, forward my business. So whenever I learned something that had to do with making my business better, I learned something for work, and I would put a W. But then if I read one of these books and I learned some stuff, that's a, uh, that 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 was for myself, and I learned it. But then they still kind of go hand in hand. They yeah, they do. It depends on how what your goals are. Right. Um, but also, it's like uh, reading the book is cool. But if you don't do anything with any of that knowledge, it's it's semantic. It's just bullshit. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's great to know, but you're not doing anything with it. So, so if then you I have a whole column it. with apply. Ah. So I, that day I applied something that I learned. It doesn't mean you. I learned it on Tuesday, and then on Wednesday I came in here and hit apply for that specific thing. And that again, I learned. you're not looking. We don't want to look at the voids, even though you found this um, particular chart on the twelfth. Obviously, yeah. uh, <laughs> it's pretty yeah, good in the process well, of moving. Well, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we but but still, you don't want to look at the the spaces unless you're making a point, like the day after Christmas. There's nothing there. Yeah, you there's absolutely nothing on the 26th because after just, the Christmas, I was like, no. Nah. Yeah, you can just well, unplug. But still, it, that's rest. You should have get rest because I stayed up but playing with the toys. Yeah, well, <laughs> but nonetheless, it's like you're not looking at this. It's not a tool to show you like. Uh, of how much you're not doing. Yeah. This is just to show you, like, well, here's the progress that I have made. Exactly. So it's here's like, two columns right here that I have nothing in. I have one on nutrition, but none on this one and yeah, none and on again, this one. And, and then it also separates, like, today, there's nothing else, or yesterday, there's no. I can't go back to yesterday. I can't yesterday. put an X on yesterday that I didn't do. But what I can do is, is do it today. Is do it, you know, today, or if I'm looking at this, and I'm filling it in at night. Well, what did I accomplish? You know, and I'm yeah. like doing my inventory and reflection. It's think, like, and I'm filling it in. I and think it's, you could use it to, to like, not to get down on yourself, but like. Well, it's important. It's important to know. I know that what you're saying, but if you look like up there, before, and you don't have any X's. It's time to get on the stage. Well, See, well that, before that's the thing. It's not to necessarily make you feel bad. It's to create that motivation. Motivation. Exactly. You're like, you're like, man. I obviously so it, think that that's important enough right, to put right. it up there. So you yeah, should I look at it and say, damn, I don't have any X's. Well, put yeah. it up and then, and then start your course of action. Then you can look at the X's and be like, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing it yeah. exactly. So it's, you're this, doing this, it. That's why I love this thing. And like, I had I had made this a while back. But I had left it in the garage, like it got rolled up and put up in the garage. And my wife was cleaning the garage, and she, uh, and I saw it, and I, and that was on the twelfth of December. <laughs> no, I need that. I was like, yeah, I was like, don't throw that away. <laughs> and so, like, I put it back up, and I was like, all right, I, I, this is something I believed in, and I was ready to do, and I just kind of let it fall by the wayside. Uh, so I'm gonna get back on it. And like, so I'm instead of just like being mad at yourself for missing out, anytime's a good time to start. Yeah. Right now is a great time. Hey, it's like I tell my son, you know when the perfect time to do the right thing is? Right now. Right now. Yeah. Exactly. Doesn't like, matter. That's the only way that I that I've ever had any success with anything. Yeah. Not I've never been able to plan and you know all that shit and be prepared for it, you know. Yeah. It's like I do everything by the seat of my pants, including habits. Yeah. yeah. It's like this diet that I've been on. I was at my mom's. We're cooking out. I was like, "You know what?" I'm going to change my diet. I'm going to change my diet. I've been talking about it. Now I'm just going to do it. And I did. It was a Sunday. I went back to Indianapolis and just like, no, nah, I don't want any baked now, potatoes. And, you know, yeah. 
Yeah, it's and, just and a, I lost fifty yeah. pounds. Boom. Hey, so well, it wasn't quite did, boom. Does the app well, that you it was quick though? And I know you want to talk about this app to some extent, but Uh-oh. the one you were telling me about, well, does it have anything like this? I have not explored it enough to know. Okay. So. Um, but yeah, I was gonna say this. There's an app for uh, organization and getting shit done, and like, maybe you, you should know, add a planner and stuff. Add like you that. a hyperlink to a. Uh, a, a word processor that's got this laid out for people so they can just print it out. I have it. You've already got it on I the got, website. I, I put, I built it on Excel, got it all set, and it's and I put it in Dropbox. There's a link on that habits post. And you also, go down there, it says Habits Grid. You click it, you can download it, print it off. It's there. And also on with this, what's what's really unique maybe about this uh, awarenessandacceptance.com. Um, in particular is the fact that you can print it out and this is a tool that will help you regardless of what it, what yeah. your journey is or what your end goal is so it's all blank and it's like when you look at the habits up there like you have recommendations yeah, but it's I'm, like but still that's the recommendations based on my your goals journey. and what you're yeah. trying to yeah, do that chart and, would be good for anybody it doesn't have to even have anything to do with it that, that's what i love about it, it and that's why anybody yeah and it's for any kind of person that wants to do something anything that, yeah and like that's why um on it it simply says habits on the top left corner and then the numbers one through 31 down the side yeah. and that is the only thing that's on that grid so but it doesn't matter what if if you're only catching this podcast and it happens to be you know maybe you had resolutions january one and uh, maybe you've already fallen off and you're back to the old habits and uh, the pre-programming that you've accepted yeah. in your life and you're like maybe considering making another run at it this month is fine too even today is fine you can start you can start start on the 12th 12th. (laughs) yeah yeah. and just go from there exactly and that's that's uh that's why i I put it up there i mean it's literally this chart is up there all you just go you can download it and print it off and fill it out however the hell you want that's awareness and acceptance.com awareness and acceptance.com which is pretty cool man it's like it's uh I, you know, I haven't spent a lot of time on it. I haven't uh, even looked. I looked at the the landing page, but haven't really had time. But I'm going to. But it, and it's I'm like building it. Uh, there's there's still a lot of work to do. But that's why one of the things on here is called content. Right. I want to put content. I want to put valuable content on there. Things that I've actually learned, not just shit. I was just like, hey, this is cool. Huh. Well, you and I talked about that. Just like as far as when we were trying to get together for the first podcast, and I was just telling you my experience with me trying to build a podcast because I wanted to have a podcast. And it's like, and I went from not having anything down to not having the, even the equipment. Yeah. You know, I had internet access and I had the will. Yeah. And you know, and I've built everything and it keeps getting better. The cameras, you know, keep improving yeah. and, and, uh, guests improve. And, uh, Jamie is definitely a step up for me. Oh, whatever. For sure. No, <laughs> you. I'm glad you're here because I was like, hell yeah, get in here on this. I, I have a hand. Let me tell you, I've uh, published 100 of our podcast. <laughs> there's some, there's some that me and Bo have done. That speaking of habits, <laughs> might have been a little alcohol involved. That, there you go. Yeah, you know that can always lead to an interesting conversation. Just some obnoxious well, you, podcasting. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like it's hard to uh, be a, a really effective podcast host <laughs> when uh your guest is feeding you drinks there you go but it can be just as fun yeah hey, but it, sometimes but, fun's the goal but the, but what it's i was also good to reward yourself a that's, a, that's a big fun that's a big a thing goal. too man you need to, to reward bring, yourself yeah, to bring my train back to the main track what i was saying it's like 
what I was telling you, it's like I've gone from nobody, no audience at all to like maybe uh, people that are no like kind of, you know, looking at it, you know, me pressuring them. Hey, would you please subscribe? Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, and if you watch or listen, that's cool. It's like we just added our 26th uh, country that is an actual a podcast listener you know nice. there's there's several i know we're not doing live shows right now but the deal is it's like we consistently you know kept putting that content out exactly. you know we kept it's like and it's it would have been really easy when you know our equipment was just barely good enough to broadcast and nobody was paying attention at all at all yeah. you know it's like it's hard to say well how how can we like become productive and like get to the place where we want to be? And it's like, and it's like, we're never going to get there because it's like, we're looking at a, the picture and the, the plans of Rome. Yeah. You're looking and at we're over here trying, <laughs> we're just trying to dig out the footers right now. And it's like, and you know, you see people have success with the things that interest you and you want to be successful at. And it's like, it can seem like the road, you can't get there from here. You yeah. can always get there from where you are. And it's like, and it, it again, it's like the easiest thing to be, to do would be just give up because yeah. it's, but it's like now, you know, whenever it's like every Monday, it's like, I, I don't have to confirm with my co-host on under the tree. You know, we just, it's, it's old hat. That's what we're doing at this point. It's become a habit. Yes. And it's like, and, and it's like, we enjoy what we do. If nothing else, it's like a good chance to unplug everything and have a conversation yeah you know with no rules with uh, somebody yeah. that you trust and care about just that you can talk about anything and mm-hmm. have you a know, good time uh, when somebody says jamie come here and you go to the living room and they say how far would you be if i didn't tell you to come here you know what i mean yeah it's like you start today yeah or especially yeah. like if you're leaving I like that if all right man i'll talk to you later and you like you're out the door and you're almost to your vehicle and you hey, hey 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 come back you come back in there. Yeah, well, what's up, man? I heard you holler. You need something? I was just wondering uh, if you could tell me how far you thought you'd be right now if you didn't turn around and come back. You know, it's like. <laughs> but, the, again, to tie it back together, it's like this. It's like can help you, like, even if you're not 100% and your, your commitment level slips, especially in the beginning, it's like you can see, well, you know, I've got seven things up there. I got that one checked. Yeah. And tomorrow, I can it's a always new say day. I got, I got that knocked out. It's like, you got to think about it like a Rocky movie. He didn't catch that fucking chicken the first time. That's right. You know, and probably the first time he tried to hurdle that bench when he's running. He did. Well, the first time he ran, he barely, barely stumbled up to the top of the stairs. Yeah. There at the museum where he was running in Philly. It's like, you know, that egg started getting to him and it's just. <laughs> Playing that <laughs> soft piano music when he's walking away, holding himself. Almost like the walking away music for the Incredible Hulk. You know, he's. Yeah, right. So it's like, but still, it's like, it, maybe that's what everybody, you know, even if you don't like Rocky, you like Rocky. Who because don't like Rocky? I don't know. I'm just saying that yeah, there's, right? if you're listening out there and you don't know what we're talking about. Check check out the Rocky, yeah. all of them. You, you know, don't love it. And if you don't love it, please let us know under the tree uh, four twenty <laughs> at Gmail or on Twitter. But it's like we we see him, and it's like in first he's against you know odds that are impossible. 
Yeah. Which is going to seem like that no matter what kind of change you're making. If you want to lose 100 pounds, if that's your goal. Yeah. You know, those first couple pounds are going to be the hardest because it's like it's going to. Yeah, it's like headlights on your car. I mean, you can drive from New York to San Francisco at night, but you can't see San Francisco once you get started. You can only see the few feet in front. Yeah, you're lucky. And that's all you need to do. You need to just chew that away. Right. Chew it away. So it's like every day. It's like if you're trying to do it with uh, without a Don't car, without headlights. Don't think about I need to lose 100 pounds. Think I need to lose one. Yeah. I heard uh, somebody say, take it day by day. With the, They were talking about addiction. Take it day by day. Mm-hmm. If that's too long, take it hour by hour. If that's yeah. too long. If that's too long, minute by minute. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. It, you can break it down. Those those big goals, I mean, you know, they, it's good to have that. It's good yeah. to have that picture of the Coliseum. And we were talking. And that's yeah. what I'm going to be building. And it's good to look up. And and envision that goal. Visualization is huge in keeping you on track, keeping you motivated, keeping you in line with what it is right. you say you're going to do. But you also need to focus on the bricks and not the outcome. Yeah. I got that quote from a guy named James Clear, and he has a book called Atomic Habits, and that's that's uh, he he's very good at how to build habits and and get rid of the other ones. And he's he's the one that got that Rome quote. Right. Um, but he is also he also said you don't want to look constantly at the outcome because you may you may, you may sabotage yourself a little bit you may tell yourself i can't do it what you need to do is look at that brick yeah it's I like got this brick and i put it in you know, its spot. your outcome may change yeah it could be uh, just as good of an outcome for you but yeah. it's like it construction could be, uh, or something better right, it could be saying. something better even it's like i remember man growing up here in kentucky being a kid working on the tobacco plantations <laughs> and sometimes those rows. I don't know. Do you ever work in tobacco? I've worked on a farm, but not. I in mean, tobacco. you 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 pulled up to a roof that had to be roofed, and yeah. it's like, and the whole thing's in front of you, and it's like, that's a long way to go. It's like when you're cutting that tobacco, you can see the end of the row. Some most of the most time, time. you and if nothing else, you know kind of where it is down there. But if you spend that whole day looking at the uh, end of the row, you. it's like as soon as you get to that the end of the row. You look at the end of it's like, and it's just like it wears you out. But if you just look at that plant once you're in there, if you keep your head down, you yeah, focus I on this one on the not the, not the large task, yeah, not the main goal, but one of the little things that it's going to take for you to get there. Don't concentrate on on how far you have to go. Just concentrate yeah. on this step. It's like Bob. Baby steps to the baby end of the steps street. to the elevator. Baby hey. steps to the elevator. I yeah, it's that. like what about it, Bob? it's like that's that's how he had to do it, and eventually, you know, he you, was you cured. He road. was cured eventually because he you got that row done. He started building those habits just by doing baby steps. That's where the habits are so important. Those are those little steps. Those are those little things that that will yeah. get you to where you want to be. So it's like tomorrow, yeah. if you only if like the first day. You know, you only check four. The next yeah. day, you only check one. But shit, the next day, you check four again. Then four, then five, well, then five, but then it's four. Like, yeah. The thing about it is, it's like that first, the first day, it's like, oh, man. I only did, you know, it's like, oh. Something you know, I think uh, that would be important, and this is just me, for yeah. me. But I feel like it's important in life, and especially in addiction recovery, to see things through. Yeah. So yeah. if you could put your goals up there, I think you should probably keep them for at least a month. Oh well, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what yeah. this some is. Of it's Thirty days. Yeah, right. Thirty days. Some of these have been on there for multiple months. Like I don't like this sleep one. 
I've been. I've Once it becomes something that that is old hat that is like it now part it's in of the, the routine. Yeah. yeah, so that that's why I'm going to remove that one. Not because I just did it from the 12th to the 31st. But you're consistent because I've been consistently doing that one for a while. So this sleep has been in the number one square since I made this over a year and a half ago. So that's pretty. So it's an important block yeah. to have laid. So like it's it's. It's like that. They can stay up there. That's the cool part about it. They can your ha- that habit can stay up there as long as you want it to be up right. there. You change it when you feel I've got that one done. I would just say, or maybe if, you can just make like if, if just a if I'm sorry. If you're in re- addiction recovery though, mm-hmm. I think it you really need to see these things through. Yeah, yeah. Not give you need up to, on them. Yeah, well, you need to hold you start yourself giving up on the if you start giving up on the little things. You, it's you know. easy to unravel and give up on a right. lot of things, and that's that's why like so like. The sleep one, you know, like it's it's good to just do that every day. And then even if I didn't, let's say I only had it marked five times this month. Some days you well, had then, to sacrifice. Then, then, then I erase those X's and I start on the first of the next month and I leave it up there. And I say until I get it going, but I don't erase it off my goals just because I only did it five times that month. Right. I don't I don't say, oh, well, I, I'm obviously not going to do that one. Try hard. So I'll just get rid of it. Once no, it's like, all right, every, we got we got every clean check, sleep. You know, and it's like, and you feel comfortable. You feel like you're at a point to where, like, you don't need to focus on that exactly. as much as you need to focus on, on maybe something the, else. Something else that you can fill that spot with because it's like, Due to putting it up there and holding yourself accountable, yeah, for what you're putting on your list, your goals, yeah, it's like once you become master, yeah, you know where it's like, oh, I'm just like you don't even have to think about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I got to the point where I was just put that X on the sleep one. It's because like an, I knew I had. I was like, you okay. know, and eventually, you know, every now and then, like you know, Christmas Eve or New Year's or something, maybe you know, yeah. there's a special occasion or a fluke occasion to where. Like, if you were keeping up with it, like, maybe you wouldn't mark it, or, yeah. but you'd have to think about it. You know, you'd have to think about it to exclude it yeah. more often than you'd have to think about it to add it. Yeah. Then, you know, I think that I would, I, I personally would feel comfortable at that point to where I can start focusing on, on something, something else. I can put something else in that square and start working on something else that I want to be more proficient at or more. Yeah. Because once you wire your body, and, and by sleep, uh, in case you missed it, we're talking about uh, in your case, yeah. it's your idea of sleep, which is, you know, six to eight hours, at least six hours of sleep. Yeah. You know, well, you, you can be, look at a different. Uh, that's for each suggestion. individual, right? The whole chart if, is. If you need yeah, five it's hours, totally conformable to whatever it yeah. is you want to put on. If it. you want to get at least you know five hours of sleep due to your situation, it's like you, you know, five hours of sleep, you we'll know, on a regular basis would be more, more and you know, more yeah. healthy and better for you. Then you know that's your goal, yeah. and that, and that's the beauty of this. It's blank. It's blank, <laughs> it's blank so you can fill it in. Yeah, and, and, and what what no, they mean to you is what they mean to you, and like so, like the meditation one, I only mark it when I do twenty minutes. Right. If I if so I so you do, got a if goal. I, if I sit there and a, I do a small, a, goal. a small meditation of five minutes, I still kind of count it, but I'm not gonna put an X up there. Now, when you say meditation, because you're still you're still making progress. Yes. Maybe put a half an X if you want to see it, or or a semicolon. Yeah. I don't know. When you say meditation, do you have any? specific techniques or do you just try to that's a good question yes and here's here's one of the things that has to do with this site is i'm going to be learning how to do all these things and then i'm going to tell you how i learned them and what they what the effect of them on me has been uh so the guided meditation for example so so i do have some guided meditations that i do follow because at first it was hard for me to understand not it's not just for me to sit there and think about shit 
Yeah. That's not meditating. You know, like, well, a lot yeah. of people don't know. I was like, yeah. oh, I'm meditating. It's like, what the fuck does that mean? I don't want to sound well, Let me tell ignorant. you this story. I was in jail because I was an addict. I was in jail. I was in my, I'm in my cell, and I keep hearing this. Yeah. And finally, I get up and walk outside. And there's like the squirrel master dude. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and he was teaching this little kid that was in there crying every day. Uh-huh. Just couldn't take it. Yeah. And they were back in the back of the cell block and he was sitting like cross legged with this. Yeah. I mean, I I feel like the dude, the squirrel master guy was full of shit. Uh-huh. I don't know. But if it helped, dude, I guess, you know. I mean, if it, helped, if it works, it works. And no matter how, even if so he is like, full of shit, if you believe right. in him. Yeah. Then it's not full of shit to you. Especially if it helps. And And so like. Let's just say there was different things that I learned about meditation that uh, got it clear in my head what I felt meditation was. Right. So more or less, at the beginning, the meditation I was doing was a type called mindfulness. and Basically teaching you how to actually do that. Yes. And what, what, what mindfulness is, is focusing on one thing, um, regardless of how many times your mind wants to wander. So but the, you best get into do, that, the it, best one to do would be to focus on your breath. It's easy. You're breathing. So like you concentrate on your breathing and you're like, I'm breathing in, I'm breathing in. My breath is inside of me. And listening I'm breathing to out, I'm breathing out. My breath is outside of me. And you, and all listen, you want to try to concentrate is on your listening breathing. Listening to the sound of my breath and I'm exactly. breathing in. And I'm I can feel it. I can, when I'm breathing in through my nose, I can feel it cold on, my, on the yep. end of my nose. And, and when and I'm, I'm breathing, breathing out, out, it feels warm. And I fill my you, lungs up all the way. And then when they're full, I breathe out. It's like yeah, you're just so thinking. So you're constantly. discipline. So that's exactly what it does. All right, and I will point out a medical, a medical fact that it does where it helps as far as that is concerned. So what you're trying to do is you're focusing on one thing. Now, your mind is absolutely going to 100% wander. You're going to stop thinking about that and start thinking, oh, what I got to do tomorrow? Did I do the laundry? Man, I'm getting hungry. Right, right. My ass itches. That's the operating you know, like system. You're, you're gonna, that's you, that's your, uh, your operating system saying, I'm not comfortable doing this. I want to do what we've been doing. Yeah, Let's let- go back. So what you need to do is constantly go, okay, I'm thinking. I, I don't want to. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm breathing. Let's try. So no, get, no, no, no. We're what, not thinking about doing, that right what now. What you're doing is like you're literally doing a like a bicep curl. You're you're building that muscle in your brain to bring you back to what it is you're supposed to be focusing on, which in this case is your breath. Now, what happens if you do this 20 minutes a day, every day for eight weeks? It has been proven, and there's a there's a documentary on Curiosity Stream where uh, an Australian journalist decided to go in there and try this. And what they did was they, they mapped his brain and they measured his brain. They did all these scans and all this stuff. And what they found after him doing this 20 minutes a day, every day for eight weeks, was that the part of his brain that actually grew in mass, it physically grew bigger and therefore theoretically more, more blood more flow, was the part of your brain that controls your amygdala. Now, your amygdala is the part of your brain that is your subconscious. It's your subconscious seat, mostly. And it's the fight or flight, fear, instant knee-jerk reactions to shit. That's the BIOS Um, chip in your brain computer like that runs the operating system. Exactly. So what what part of your brain that got stronger from doing this meditation was the part that controls that. So what you're doing is you're controlling your part of your brain that wants to jump to the next thought. That wants to start go. Uh, what am I doing here? I got to do this tomorrow, and then she said this, and I said this, and we got to do this, and everybody's doing that, and like 
that part is just running rampant in most people. Yeah. And but and the more you try to by silence. meditating and focusing on one thing, you are training your brain to be able to shut that up. Or what you're training that. and you're training yourself to realize and you're conscious that you are in control and you can learn to control that subconscious. Exactly. To tell it to shut the fuck up essentially. Yeah. If it's like can, I'm not gonna worry about what time I'm gonna pick up the kids. Right now I'm just dude, being dude, present I, right I, here. Exactly. I'm trying to I'm trying it, to just grow here's a root a real to crazy, crazy quantum thing to think about too. It, it teaches you to be in the present moment. Right. Now what what's really cool about the present moment is that it's not just a moment. It is eternal. We're always right now. Right. It's always now. Like, it's not two seconds ago. Free beer tomorrow. And it's not 10 seconds from now. It's right now, all the time. Everywhere in the universe, a billion light years away, it's right now. Right. And that's why so I said So all before, we ever really have, in essence, is right. the present moment. Well, it says something about that in the book of Matthew, maybe. Well, you know? that, again, the feel. Yeah. The, the ether. It's like, and being aware, it, accepting. Yeah. You know, Aware, yeah, of of presence right now. It's like presence of mind, and you devote your energy to like right now. And if that right now happens to be wanting to meditate, yeah, and you're expanding the moment right now. So a way they were doing in rehab and cognitive behavior therapy part, they did. They were like, so time. You can think of time as a string, and each bead. That's what I was going to say. Each bead is a moment. What you're trying to do is make that one bead that's right now bigger and bigger and bigger and yeah. encompass all of them. So, I mean, this is, again, way out there in theoretical, See, but, but it really does boil down to the point that all we have is exactly right now. It's always right now. Right. It always will be right now. The, the moment will never not be right by now. By the time you focus on the moment, the moment's gone. Exactly. So you can't, you can't really make it last. You can just be can, in it. You can con constant and consistently be present. Right yeah. now is all you have control you can, of. Yeah. yeah. And you exactly. So, so can't change the past. You can't control what happens tomorrow but you can control what you're doing right exactly now. so that's another thing that meditation really helped me get in tune with was what's going on right now but well, all that still so it really like it really did help and it helped it since it does you know by by default help control your amygdala and your constant crazy batshit brain right um it really helped me with all of those Things that I was thinking the, and, and like hyping on and like, right. oh my god, well, I gotta still, do this. All, and, you all, yeah. and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like if you're gonna Is stress, that affecting me right now. Yeah, if you're stressing about all the things on the, on your list, or you're like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna check that fucking meditation box today. Yeah, and then it's like, and you're just thinking about all the boxes you haven't checked. It's like instead, instead yeah. of really meditating, it's just really taking over. But it's like, but still, if you master that, which all you're. What you're doing is kind of all these things yeah. rolled into one, and this is just a, a crucial part of of your method that that you're trying to yeah. educate people about. But it's like once you can center that that energy and that quiet voice that's you know uh, either the procrastination voice or yeah. you know, whatever's running. Well, that you're out. not going to do it. subconscious you know you're do it. that's really running the the day to day auto programming. Yeah, you know, I watch this show. I fall asleep. I yeah. eat this on this day. I'm whatever. Shoes on this one. Yeah, it's like and it's like all those the main programs that is you know your habit, your habitual life, uh -huh. your routine. It's like uh, once you're able to control that, it's it's a pivotal moment because then you can start to really control and, and add the new programs and really start to change your habits. I think that's a very, if somebody wants like, well, what, what could I do? Where could 
did I start to really, you know, on this journey? I think the meditation part. Meditation is so cru- crucial to everything that I've been able to accomplish because I do difficult. think about that it's hard. And it's like when you were talking about earlier when they tell you, well, if today is too much, then think about uh, an hour. And yeah. if an hour is too much, think about this minute. And if a minute is too much, think about this second. Well, that's what you're doing. You're getting down to right now. Right. Yeah. You're whittling it down to what am I doing right now. That's why the breathing. So, yes, yeah, it really it really helps, and it does it does take effort. It does it's hard. Take practice. It, it takes it, time. Yeah, it, you have I didn't to sit down I didn't and do the meditation once and be like, I'm a fucking genius, man. Master. I got it. I got it. I got it all figured out. I am in tune with well, you. It makes sense that uh, I don't know anything about meditation except for what you just told me and you know i've seen people do it uh-huh. but uh it seems like from the way you just explained it that it would help you train your brain to compartmentalize thoughts yeah. which would enable you to become more focused on a particular just more of a master of yourself so whenever whatever that task Control is if it, if it is if it's hanging out with my son I'm now more present with hanging out right. with him and enjoying it instead of while I'm hanging Worrying out. Worrying about him the thinking, other shit. I gotta go cook dinner. You're not doing. I gotta it. do this laundry. What time do I gotta get up in the morning? I'm gonna just like inst- yeah. then I'm not really giving him any quality. You're time. not looking at the I'm end of the room. There. I'm not. So I'm not in the present moment. You're just I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm, I've got one leg in the future, one leg in the past, and I'm pissing all over the present. Yeah, yeah. see the forest for the trees. That exactly. Bush, so, that that shrub ain't hiding you, Jamie. Yeah. Oh my god, that was great. <laughs> that shrub ain't hiding. Uh, that one of my great favorite quotes uh so that so basically and and a, and a really good tip that we learned because i wanted to know all right so what kinds of there's different kinds of meditation and i'm getting into different ones and i'm learning different techniques and different breathing techniques and stuff like that that actually have helped but what got it started and what was made me able to be able to learn these uh different practices was simply just getting back to my breath and the best way i could tell you to do that is there was a we went to a Buddhist monastery. It's in Goodlesville. I don't know if you know, it's not close to the, close off the interstate. Uh, so we went there. Me and my wife went there because they had a meditation. Are there people they, living there? Yeah, they call, they call it meditation Mondays. Is these these Buddhists, the Vietnamese Buddhists, do it? So we were like, we're gonna go. Is check it, it hang out. on, hang on. Yeah, is it like a free deal? Yeah, they, you can go there. Yeah. Oh, I'm just wondering. I mean, yeah. in case you're listening to this and and want to kind of uh, dip your toe in, uh, where where did you go for this? It's in Goodlesville. It's off the exit. Uh, Goodlesville. What do they call their monastery? Do you remember? I can't remember. My wife knows. Google it. She's y'all. the one that gave it. But anyway, it's this little Vietnamese Buddhist thing. And so I was there. And one of the best things that they taught That's me skinny was how to Buddha, do this. By the way. They, they taught me, uh, while you're breathing, you tell yourself, you're like, all right, I'm breathing in. I'm breathing in now. I breathe in deeply. Uh, now my breath is inside of me. I'm breathing out. I breathe out now. I'm breathing out deeply. My breath is outside of me. If you can just kind of tell yourself those things while you're breathing, you're shutting off all those extra thoughts that you're, yeah. that you want to think that are That's trying to come in because it, but here's the thing too. It was when your mind does wander because it will, it's, it will 100% just start back over. you understand. Okay. You don't go, God damn it. Get back. Breathe. You just readjust you know, the torpedo. It, cause then, cause yeah. You just make the correction. You go back to where you're like, Oh, I was thinking about that. I don't need to think about that. Right now, I'm going to think about my breathing. And that's right, the same with life. Just make the correction. Yeah. yeah. Anything you're doing. Or, you, you know, the, just make if the your goal is to lose, and you it, know, 100 pounds, you're not going to lose that today. today. Hopefully. But you what you can do is the, it's it's just like the fish, you know. It's like a losing weight, everything. It's like a part of habit. Yeah. And it's like and if once you take into account that you can. Yeah. 
change, once you take responsibility for your behavior and realize that you can change it, that's you. I think you really need to be there before you. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's clutch to be there first. But oh. it's like those little those little wins can add up each time you get yourself back to thinking about your breath. That's yeah. a little win. Like I just did it. Okay, now I'm thinking about my breath. And I trust me, I do it all the time. And I still all the time will be like, holy shit! For the last but, 15 minutes, I wasn't meditating. Yeah. I was just thinking about that. And I was like, okay, shh, I've done that it. driving. It's I like just it's like you, could, you get in a zone. Breathing, go back Damn, to breathing. How did I get here? But Who's every time every time you get yourself back to thinking about the thing that you're focusing on, which is breathing, you're, you're, you're building that muscle in your brain. You're putting what? more, more weight in that side of your brain that does control it. And it becomes easier and easier and easier until I've, you're lost in it. And let me tell you something. I have had times where I meditated and I came out and I felt brand fucking new inside and out. Rested. Like, just like what now, happened now? Does that happen all the time? No. Is it cool when it does? Absolutely. Even, even those little Vietnamese but it's skinny about the Buddha. process, not the product. They're practicing Buddhist. They practice Buddhism. Yeah. Because it's like if they were like perfection Buddhist, yeah. if they were like perfect. They'd be Buddha. They would be. Uh, they would. They, they would probably ascended. transcend. Yeah, they would have ascended, and we wouldn't see them. Right, but it, and it's. I, I think it's really cool. The hardest thing for, for me. It's like whenever I do find myself, and some sometimes just at random, I I will make myself meditate, uh-huh. even if it is just you know just tune everything out. It's like just yeah. turn the volume off and just like center. Yeah, you know, and I I focus on my breathing, especially like when I was younger when I couldn't sleep and needed to sleep. Yeah, I, that's what I would do to you know fall asleep. A but lot it's of people like meditate sitting, and don't sitting, even know they're meditating. Yeah, sitting, uh, sitting. The hardest part. My dad sit- would do that. He would. He never. I, if you asked him while he was alive if he had ever meditated a day in his life, he would say no. But what he did every night to go to bed was think about absolutely nothing. Yeah. He was like, you just clear your mind of all your thoughts, and I'm like, well, that's. Meditation. He was just picturing like, that perfect golf swing or, or, or whatever. Or, yeah, like so he was meditating, uh, yeah. but it, so it can mean you know different things for different people. It's just easy to think. Focus on your breath because we all breathe. Well, that's what I was so, going to say. So that, that's, that's, that's a good place to That start. brings me to the point I was going to make. It's like, for me, in which I, I definitely, I'm going to make myself a, a list. I don't know if I'll get mine laminated. Uh, <laughs> I, just wanted, I, I didn't want to keep printing out papers. It's, it's I was a, like, it's I'm a gonna... long drive down there to uh, uh, Staples. Uh, but the meditation thing is like, the hardest thing to, to do is to do it. Yeah. Because it's like, one, it's like, what am I doing? You know, it's yeah. like, and it's, it's really easy to not even start. Yeah. Because it's like, this I don't is know bullshit. how to start. I, I don't I know need what to I'm go. supposed to be doing right yeah. now. So it's like, just the, it's, it's clear. It's, it's taking simple. a moment. It's yeah, however long. Yeah. It's like, you know, okay. I wanted to, you say 20 minutes is a, that that's great. If eight minutes a day is really all you really need. Eight minutes, eight minutes a day will, will form, will, will grow your brain. If you set aside, yeah, 10 minutes, maybe two minutes to get in the zone or whatever, yeah. but it's like, if you just set it, I think, and this is what my goal is going to be to actually set aside time uh-huh. to tell the world to fuck off. And I'm going to just try to think about nothing at all. Yeah. Just breathing, breathing, just meditate and then grow from that. I, and it does grow. It does. And, and uh, like, here's some good little pointers. And I'm, I'm really telling you, it's not hard to do. It's, it's simple, but not easy. Like we were saying, right. like, all right. So the simple thing is, 
concentrate on my breathing no matter what. So when my mind starts to wander, I bring it back. And then not, not get mad at yourself when you think about you something set a timer else and bring it up. No, but you listen but to. I have some things that I listen to that, okay. that are like 20 minutes long. So when you when you do bring it back, you don't want to get mad at yourself for thinking. Oh, you want to con- consider it Just a victory it that you, you never brought want to it get back. mad at yourself for for trying to track. do something. But yeah, yeah so so what you want to do is you you need to realize that by me realizing that I wasn't thinking about my breath, that's a chance for you to correct. I am thinking about my breath. I just made that connection stronger oh. in my brain. And also, it's, you every time you correct right course, now. yes, every time you correct course, you're working that part out. So and you're every building time you that neuro pathway. You're actually building. You're helping yourself by bringing and it. And also, you say it grows your brain. Yeah. Well, it changes your neuron pathway, yeah. which controls your habits. But it's like you said, you have to fill the that void in your brain with something other than your addiction. I think that it really helps. Like you said, you read a lot. I read constantly when I yeah. was going through it. I think like Stay busy. Sudoku, cross yeah. any kind of brain exercise. Yeah, I read. You know, I read a lot anyway. Yeah, but uh, yeah, man, I was always. Yeah, and if you can find you, yeah. should check this out because and there's some. See, here's some of the the more advanced techniques that I was learning too. Okay, so it's it, there now. There's breathing techniques involved, and this is one that I always thought was really interesting. I kept hearing you want to breathe in through your belly. You want to breathe deep into your belly when you're breathing in, and you breathe out through your belly. And I was like, well, what the hell? Well, okay. Oh, I thought breathing was breathing. I wasn't understanding. I thought I, I thought my lungs were doing the breathing. But, here, and but here's okay. how it works physiologically in your body and mentally with what hormones get kicked off. Check this out. If you're breathing with your chest, so when you breathe in and you breathe out, your, your shoulders are moving up and down, and you're breathing in your upper chest, that signals to your parasympathetic nervous system that you're about to be doing something. Yeah, it's like your fight or flight. Warming That's where up. you start breathing when you're getting ready to go rock something out. You're getting ready or to step in the ring. Or, or yeah, you're ready to face some sort of task or 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 or, or some yeah. sort of bad things about to happen. That's where you bre- That's where you breathe when you need to be on alert. And when you're relaxed. So, so when you're relaxed, you breathe into the lower portions of your lungs. The more gut. And when and when the lower portions of the lungs are actually working, that releases more hormones into your body that tell your body we're relaxed we're good everything's cool yeah. so a way to concentrate on your breathing is just to make sure that you're breathing in your belly and out your belly that's another thing to just think about to make you think about your breathing now these these are all just little tips and tri- tricks well a lot of people are thinking about your breathing. a lot of people are unaware it's like whenever you're experiencing stress your body's uh, releasing this chemical. What's it called? Cortisol. Cortisol, and, and it's like that, and that can cause like your body uh, arthritis. Becomes, your, your body pain. becomes your body becomes addicted to that cortisol. Yeah, it becomes addicted to the fact that you've released it so much. So that's why that's like, like part of when we were talking about going to go get the drugs. Like people that have also, road rage. You, road rage. Your body's addicted to that. To that, I gotta get also, it. Also, kind of like feeling. we were talking about attitude being a habit. <coughs> yeah, I, I mean, I haven't done any research on this, but it seems like there could be a connection there. Like you're addicted to being pissed off. I've yes. definitely known people that are addicted yeah, to being pissed you, off because you're releasing those chemicals. I your never body's really used. thought of it as like an actual right. brain addiction. Well, I'm, it's like a drug. Well, your brain is getting that. Yes, brain addiction. Well, it's a chemical. Isn't that crazy. And it, 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 it may not. You may not necessarily be enjoying it. It may. It, no. Well, most drugs. Well, at least a lot of drugs. You're going to get cause you, when you don't enjoy. Yeah, it. they're detri- they're just as detrimental. Like you're not even enjoying it. Yeah, it's like people who have road rage. And it's like I've seen it. It's like I've been riding with them, like just totally cool, having a conversation like this, and somebody just do something like pass them. Yeah. Nothing wrong, not cut off, yeah. not anything like, and they just fucking cuss them out. And I'm just like, 
Yeah. Whoa. And their body's used to that level of cortisol being like, in your system. There, yeah. So it's like, why don't I have it? And it's also I'm driving. looking for reasons. Why am I, why am I so calm? reasons to start producing it. Right. So I'm a, looking for something like, what's going to piss me off? That, ah! Hey, yeah, look, I just had to tell somebody that. It's like, you know, and maybe we had a little squabble. And it's like, I'm just like thinking. And I did some med- breathing. Yeah. And uh, I did some other appreciation. There you go. And uh, I was like, Wow, it's funny to me how like it's like this is obviously a tool from God, because it's like it, it, the between the meditation and the appreciation, yeah. it's like I was totally just like just let go of it. Yeah, it's like and I was just like frustrated with this person because it's like we shouldn't be having this issue. Yeah, it's like there's no cause for for this person to behave this way or to be talking to me like this, and it's like and it's easy to get. Like just buy into that. Just it's like, oh fuck you! You're not gonna talk to me that way. And then it's like, which that's what it was doing for a minute. And I was just like, dude, I gotta, I gotta stop. Yeah, digging this hole. Yes. First step, put the shovel down. Yeah, put the shovel down. It's like I'm never gonna get out. It's like I'm tired of feeling that. It's like I feel the cortisol. It's like, and it starts like I've got arthritis in joints, and you know my neck, old neck injury. It starts to hurt. Tension. And it's like, yes, tension. And I'm just like. Yeah, and then it's like, man, and I just started focusing on that and started appreciating the fact that I'm able to just sit here and breathe. And it's like I'm breathing in. Yeah, and it's like, and I'm just like thanking God for, you know, yeah, for gratitude is a great feeling to have to release wonderful chemicals in your body. And I had to tell the the adversarial person that you know I was duking it out with. I even told him, like, man, I really feel like God, like, left this tool here. It's like this is a tool to help you really, you know, change your change your habits and yeah. change, you know, your behavior. It's like God left us some tools to remind us, like, to help us get closer to him. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it does. it's not required. <laughs> it's like you don't have to do this to change your habits. No. But it's, you know. It's a, it's a, it's a tool. It's a it's, tool to help. That helps some people. Some people don't need that tool. They're, yeah, yeah. And that's that, that was something I had to get used to, too, is that not everybody is <laughs> needs to do these things to have what it is I think I want. You know what I mean? Like that person can be happy, can have abundance, and just be great yeah, with everybody. And then they never meditate in a day in their life. Like our buddy Phil. Yeah. You know, we were talking about him. God rest his soul. It's yeah. like, you know, he, I, I told him, it's like, hey, man, if you if you don't change, yeah, then this is what you're accepting. Yeah. You know, it's like everybody can see it. Maybe not everyone will tell you. But it's like if you continue without, like, making some drastic changes in your life, you know, and, you know, I wasn't surprised when he didn't. And, yeah. you know. My prediction came true. Yeah. It's like, and you can want somebody to, yeah. and you can see the flaw and you can see, it's like, not that, Hey, I'm in this particular case, it was alcohol mm-hmm. and some other things, mainly depression. Alcohol was the medication he was using yeah. to kill himself, which is a depressant. It's yeah. funny because people drink to not be depressed. Isn't it crazy? And alcohol will make you even more. It's like you said, you know, there will come a point when you don't enjoy the drug anymore. Yeah, but still, it's like With it alcohol, takes, it will make you depressed if you use it as a habit. But it's yeah. like if you gotten to the point where you've already rewired, it's like you didn't put it, you didn't make a chart or anything, but you definitely had alcohol in there and you checked yeah. that box every day. Oh, I read, right, yeah, I wired you, that in. Yeah, it's it like you're, you're solid. building that into one of those programs, one of those programs that runs in the background to where Constantly. it's like. And it's like an alcohol is a particular program that 
you know, as even though it may be old hat to the subconscious, eventually it keeps going and going. The trigger point stays the same, and then it's like everybody else can see that program yeah. running. You know, but you don't. And, you think you're hiding it, and still, it's like you know, it's like you can see or care about somebody and and know. And it's like, hey, this decision you keep making over and over, it's like it's not only is it putting pressure on our relationship, but it's like I'm kind of noticed it, you know, kind of causing, you know, some shit. You may want to think about changing this. Yeah. Or, or, or you go so far as to like, hey, if you don't stop this, please, you know, beg somebody to change. And it's like, you regardless can, of how much. You can horse to water. It's not, you can't you make can't, a piss in the trough. Yeah, it's like, you that's can't, the you first. You can't worry about that. You have to take care of where you're coming from. Like, I don't a, think that anybody, well, most people, I don't think most anybody as an addict would ever change because somebody that loves yeah. them, that they love, asked them to, begged them to. Zero. It comes back to. <laughs> it's like, I can pretend for a while. It's like, and you'll pretend for a while. For, for as long as it takes. Yeah. You know. Exactly. That program's it, still it, running. Yeah, I never, I never, I mean, I had plenty of my family, thank God for them for telling me not to do it, but none of it, I it didn't matter. Well, I was, it, it didn't. It, it hurt like, me to see that I was hurting people that I love. And it I did hurt me see it throughout my until addiction. I got into rehab. It That's didn't the matter, thing. Like, though. I, yeah, I didn't see it. I constructed this whole fabrication that I'm doing. I get up and go to work every day. And sometimes I'm paying the bills every I'm now and then. This. I'm I'm fulfilling my role in this. So little you, family group, and I'm good. Who the fuck are you to call me yeah, out yeah, for? Yeah, so it? I drank because I want to. Hey, but I still, deserve it because I earned it. Those I, are so that that's they become a hiccup that you deal with. That's that's what I'm going to try to point out is you can't really. It, this isn't what I'm going to try to do with this site and stuff like that. It isn't necessarily trying to say, all right, everybody, y'all need you need to do this and you need to do this and you need to get better on this. It's more of what we need to do is fix what we're doing ourselves right. and this is these are the tools and the methods that i've used to fix myself and even then and they're open-ended if it worked right. for me it can work for anybody so it's not more of a preaching soapbox kind of like i see your life going down the tubes and i'm here to save you well, it, it's more of like listen the only person that's going to save you is yourself and here are some tools that you can use that right. i have used that then can help you save yourself it's, it's your oxygen mask first you got to put on your oxygen yeah. mask first before you try to go help anybody. And again, you like a, climb up to the top of the cliff before you start pulling people right. up over the edge. It's like I mentioned. It's like all fall. you know the this is not something that's filled in. This is even if you download it from the website, it's just got the numbers. Yeah. It's up to you to put in the things that, that you that, think you're going to move. And I I can't decide. And they that can for change. You. And and a lot of people will come in and tell you what you need to do. And some of it may actually be correct. They may have a really good handle on the situation and be like, yeah, you need to stop doing this. But until you realize that for yourself and are aware of that yourself and Except. are accepting of it yourself, you're not really going to do it. I mean, I got a best friend right now who's like, just in my opinion, letting his life slip away from him because he's still addicted to alcohol and pills. And I coming, being sober for almost three years now or two and a half, and like just constantly learning more and just feeling like I'm making my life better. I feel like I, I, I don't have much help to give him because he hasn't gotten to that point yeah. where he has decided that this is something he needs to do and right. take care of. But however, and your I can't walk convince him. If, but what you can do to help that person is continue you, your walk yeah. and not trying. It's like, cause nobody convinced you. Nobody, nobody that was decided. preaching at me made a dent 
in the way I was doing it. It was when I finally realized it myself, holy shit, I've become a horrible version of myself. Well, it's like when and just the realization that you're not really even sure who yourself is. Yeah. But like, the one that I've been running around acting like is a damn fool. Yeah. You know, you like know, I, I got I gotta It's like the alcohol. So you gotta you gotta have that moment of self realization and then these things can actually take place. You can't do it because someone told you that's a good habit for you to have. You know what? You do need to lose a little weight. Well, until you decide for yourself that you want to lose that weight, you're not gonna lose any weight. You're gonna be like, All right, cool, whatever. Well, let me tell you what happened with me and uh my road to recovery. So I was on heroin for uh, probably eight years or so. Opiates. We'll say opiates yeah. for at least eight years. Um, I was doing a remodel. It was an abandoned house. We were just, you know, for a flip. Somebody bought it. So I was pulling down cabinets. There was raccoon shit everywhere. <laughs> I had it all over me. Oh, my God. So I went and did a shot of heroin. Stuck a needle in my arm. I didn't clean my skin first. I got a blood infection, which went to my lungs. Holy shit. I thought I was fucking dying, and I was ready to go. It, it was so much pain. I was like, damn, I think I got lung cancer. I couldn't breathe. Yeah, is this death? And I was going to get some heroin for a friend of mine, and I was just laying in the, in the seat of his truck, just like, oh, my God. He was like, no, man, I'm taking you to the hospital. Because uh-huh. people were asking me, like, should you want to call an ambulance? I'm like, yeah. no, I'm just going to lay here and die. Yeah. But, uh. So I went to the hospital. They That's not the kind of acceptance you want to. Yeah. No, no, but just hear me out. So they admitted me. I was in there for, you know, a couple of weeks. They were treating me with fentanyl and morphine. All right, there you go. So wow. I'm an opiate addict. Thanks, y'all. Yeah. Well, the doctor came in. Cool-ass dude, man. I don't remember his name. He was awesome. He came in. He was like, man, listen, I'm pumping you full of opiates. You're a heroin addict. He was like, now this is going to hurt, but I hope you'll I hope you'll do what I'm about to advise you to do. What I want to do is get you off the fentanyl, get you off the morphine, because when I boot you out of here, you're going to be in the same predicament. He's yeah. like, why don't you let me treat your pain with Suboxone? He's like, now, it's not very good for pain. It's going to hurt like hell. But it will get you started yeah. on, on your road to recovery. Instead of just feeding yeah, and you know, pushing you on down the line. I got three kids and fucking <coughs> pretty much lost everything. It's pretty awesome mm-hmm. that there's still some decent... Even you know, it really, like, I'd been laying in there thinking, like, fuck, man. As soon as I'm out of here. Look at, no, I was actually like, but I probably would have if, if had he not, you know, made, it just, for him, a complete stranger to come in there and care enough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I could tell he genuinely wanted me to get better. Yeah. Right. yeah. He, I mean, he jumped ahead of whatever kind of story you would tell him. He's like, look, I know what's up. Well, I mean, I went in there honest. Yeah. You know, I was like, I'm fucking i don't know i'm a heroin addict i don't know what's wrong with me and then i had mercy in my lung damn and uh yeah it hurt and he was like if you're a heroin addict you yeah. got it from shooting up you weren't you weren't clean when you shot up so you know it was easy to make the connection but yeah uh it's so, funny how the yeah, like that's when we were talking about that earlier though the support is awesome, right? Wherever it may come from, well, whoever it may come from, there it really comes from inside. It's just a spark. Those, those sparks that they give you it's triggered like, something in you, right? Yeah, and you yeah. do have to do it yourself. You you have to. But at that point, my support system was pretty much gone. Yeah, I was sleeping on my buddy's floor, and the only reason he was letting me do that is because I knew where to get dope. You know, yeah, he yeah. didn't have he didn't know any drug dealers. My hygienic relationship. So you know, he yeah. couldn't. He didn't want me there. Yeah. He couldn't kick me out because I, you know, he, yeah, you were his connect pretty much. Yeah. I so, mean, uh, I came and got you when you got out of the nursing home. 
You did, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, but I was already at a point. Like, yeah, I was in a nursing I, home for, what, two weeks after yeah. I got out of the hospital? Well, I was already at a point in our relationship where, you know, lo- Everybody long prior it. to that, I'm like, uh, you know, even talking to your uh, baby mama at the time when she would call me, sometimes he put me up to put her up to calling me, yeah. you know, and it's like, you know, the last time well, she called me, I'm like, listen, if you're calling me to ask for money, ain't going to happen. Hey, well, get, <laughs> get the support wherever you can get it right. from. I have a particular moment where uh, they, they had a little intervention. Uh, it was my mom, my dad, our, my, our son was there, which I was embarrassed about, and my wife. And my dad told me something that actually hit home. <laughs> he said, you can be... Uh, a successful businessman, or you can be a drunk. And so far, all the way up until the end of what he said, I was thinking, he doesn't know. He doesn't know me. You know what I mean? Because like, I, yeah. I was actually drunk at that time. But he was like, you can be a successful businessman, or you can be a drunk. And in my head, I'm like, I can be both. <laughs> and then and then he was like, you yeah, the be, attic you was just waiting for this situation to be over, so yeah, you probably yeah, go yeah. get a drink. I was already rolling my eyes and ready to be <laughs> out of here. And, uh, and he was like, you can be a good husband, or you can be a drunk. And he was like, you can be a good father or you can be a drunk. But this is the one that actually hit me. He goes, you can be my son or you can be a drunk. And that fucking hit me. I got chills right now. I was like, wait, wait, you know, so I can't do both on that one. And that... That started a series of thoughts in my head that eventually led me to, to let you to know admit, that to admit that I do have a problem that I do not have any control over and I do need to go seek professional help. But that was that was the one, and so you don't know where those little sparks will come right. from. Like yours was that doctor, uh, like you, and you need you need to, it's good to recognize right. them when they're there because they can help you make that choice. They, that's you know exactly that man, right. All they can do is get you to that moment of making that choice. You still have to drink the water. You gotta you gotta you gotta, you gotta, gotta dive do it. In. You got you got to make that decision yourself, and until you do, you'll hear all those little pretty little thoughts like that, and yeah. all those little sparks, and you just let them slide right. Whether off, you're water, trying to back. lose weight, lose a hundred pounds, or so uh, stop being a drunk. The support is great, and it's always necessary, and it can create that momentum within you to make that decision. But That's at what the it end takes. Of the day, the that decision is, has to be made by you. Exactly, people, people that you love and that love you. There's a fine line between support and enabling. Yes. Sometimes it has to come from a stranger. Yeah, absolutely. I, I got arrested one time. I was in the fucking, one of the worst neighborhoods in America buying heroin. The guy that was driving my truck nodded out because we just did some heroin. I was nodded out. In I didn't the seat. He crashed into a, a gas lamp in somebody's front yard. He ran. I was like, man, this is my truck. It's registered to my girlfriend. I can't run. I yeah. can't. I can't put it on her. Yeah. So I stayed, and the cops got there. Was the vehicle incapable of being moved? Oh, I, mean, I would have definitely drove off if I could have drove. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> He's like, no, no. <laughs> but uh, so this old cop, he had like so many. I would. I would have decided a, another safer place to make my choice. <laughs> well, you know, I was just like, fuck it. I'm gonna take responsibility. Uh-huh. So anytime's a good time to start. At yeah. this point, I was like. You know, I was thinking like, man, I'm either going to die or I'm going to quit doing heroin because I'm not a lifelong junkie. I always felt like that. I never felt like it was going to be a lifelong thing. Mm-hmm. Now, I I did realize that there was a good possibility it was, you know, just go, I was going to die. Yeah, it's going to kill you. I yeah. almost have several times. But anyway. It's so, just like being aware of how far, you know, to the point of actually being 
uh, addicted from just dabbling to addiction. But this you know, cop, like, man. It, it don't happen overnight. Yeah. Just like coming back from it doesn't happen overnight. This cop pulled up, and he was old, but he was still on the beat because he was a street cop. Yeah, yeah. and we it, should say, did you say where you were in Indy? Brightwood. I was, yeah, in Indianapolis, there's like, there, you want to talk about an epidemic. I know the coronavirus is uh, supposedly a pandemic because there's cases, not deaths. An epidemic. Is what's going on with the opiates? Oh yeah, absolutely. and a lot of big oh. cities in Indianapolis is one of them. And it's yeah. le- it, like there's over 200 homicides. It's not a big city, as you know, but it's like it's all fueled from opioids, heroin, and meth, basically. Yeah, but anyway, so this cop, so this cop, I'm in like one of legit one of the worst neighborhoods in America, and this dude is OG police officer, like stripes all down his arm, and he was a Brightwood cop. He was like. He was in the thick of it. Yeah. Right. Well, that's like of all Indian, Indianapolis. That's probably the exit in the area you probably wish. Definitely should. You you don't really have a reason to go there. Not any good reason. Yeah. But anyway, so he's getting out of the car, and I'm like, look, man, this is my name. I've got a warrant. There's needles all over that fucking truck because we just had bought a box, and when you hit the lamppost, they, they went, went everywhere. Every fucking where. Damn. So, you know. So, anyway. Be nice when you take me into custody, basically. Yeah. You, he handcuffed me, but he forgot to search me, or he didn't search me well. He was like, you got anything in your pocket that can poke me? I was like, man, you know what? Let me check. I was like, I'm not I'm not going to try no dumb shit. Just if you just let me have one hand back, I'll check for you. And uh, he sent me down on the curb and just gave me a good talking to, man. Just like, you seem smart. Yeah. You know, you're a nice guy. I like you already. Yeah. He was like, what are you doing, man? Yeah, and it, and it, it meant a lot to me. Nice. And I went to jail for, you know, maybe a month, month and a half. They got a hundred other cops that could have possibly answered that oh, yeah. call they right there. They could like showed shit. up. Every other cop that's ever arrested me Probably in Indianapolis has treated me like shit, whether I was a fucking 19-year-old drunk kid or, you know, most yeah. of them are dickheads. But this dude, man, like, he really cared about me. And, you know, he sees the worst of the worst every day. Maybe yeah. that's why he did care about me. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because he saw something. But in it you. meant a lot to me. And I got out of jail. I was on house arrest for a couple months. And I was clean. And I was just so fucking bored. Back to the boredom. Yeah. So fucking bored. I couldn't go to work. Called up one of my people. Hey, I'm out. I'm bored. I'm bored. Yeah. I can't leave. Got a half G I can get on float? She's like, yeah. I'll can be you done. bring it to me? She brought it to me. I fucking went in the bathroom, did a shot. Woke up with the fucking paramedics over me. You convinced yourself yeah. that those people are your friends, too. Yeah, so you went you went above and beyond. Yeah, well, I just did. A, a, she told me when she gave it to me, she's like, now this shit is strong. Be careful with it. I didn't have any tolerance at all. I've been. That's pretty common amongst people who like get are, out of jail and shit. Are trying yeah. to quit yeah, or have been forced. Your tolerance level goes way down when you take a break. So I and did you a think shot. it's still where it was. Because you're still OG fucking right. bang a lot. I did, uh, I did it like a, a small but normal size shot probably for what I was doing before I went to jail. And I died. I woke up. Paramedics, police in my bathroom. Baby mama standing over me crying. I was like, fuck. You know, I already knew what happened. Mm-hmm. So I got. But you didn't, like, from the time you actually injected. Yeah, it's like you don't remember, like. Black. It's totally just like black. as soon as you hit it, it was over. Well, I mean, I've, I've OD'd several times. And it's happened a couple different ways. The first time I did it, it was like fucking stabbing pins and needles all in my face. And I 
was in Brightwood in front of an abandoned house. And I woke up to, you know, Narcan, but paramedics. And I looked over and I saw this. I was like, what the fuck am I dreaming? I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. I really was confused. And then I looked over and saw the house that I parked in front of. Oh, it came back to me. Yeah, now I know what's going on. I was mm-hmm. like, uh, so, yeah, but then pretty much every other time I've overdosed after that, as soon as I woke up to the Narcan, I like, that's the only time I've so, been confused. So, like, after, you know, you mentioned that, you know, you definitely overserved yourself more than once. Like, coming out of that situation, like, even the first time, did you tell yourself, like, fuck this shit, you know, I'm not a, I, I got to make a change. I have, and I've also uh, left the hospital, and because Narcan, you know, kind of make you a little dope sick, it puts you into withdrawals. Yeah. I've also been on the phone as I was walking out the emergency room. Like, like yeah, yeah, trying to make your next trying score. To, trying to cop. Yeah, I mean, I I remember drinking. I mean, like every day, especially there towards the end, I was telling myself, I I can't do this anymore. This is, this is not good. It's not good. But the shakes. Yeah, well, start, I can maybe just a, and I need I need to get that first few medicine. So I need yeah, yeah I need to get so I can be back to normal. Yeah, and maintenance then, man. And then and then there were times where I would run to the liquor store just to get a pint. I was just gonna get a pint. Yeah, and tell yourself drink, that's it. I would drink that pint straight. Before I got back to my house, yeah, like in the car right there, just so you can handle just, home, just and yeah, and like I need a drink to handle this, and I need a drink to handle that, and yeah, I mean it, it's it, universal it's crazy, crutch. and then and the and then I remember thinking while I'm chugging it down, like I can, this is awful, I cannot be right. doing this, this is not what I'm supposed to be doing, and the blah 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 blah, blah you know, like I need more, and let me, oh, shit, this pint's this pint's done, let me go get another one, yeah, just in case I need something, you know, yeah. I can't. You yeah, know, it's slip it, away it's, easily it's, to it's, score. Those are those habits. That's that's your body being addicted to those things. That this is how we're used to you running. Know, uh, yeah, it's like it goes one step farther than just like a, a habit you're trying to change. The like, thing with alcohol, that's really more mental. It's like because you got a lot a, of drugs a chemical, but, but, but then, you got the chemical uh, dependency. Well, addiction, addiction will run mentally and physically. Right. You 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 become physically dependent. Yeah, exactly. With alcohol yeah. and heroin. The difference is heroin addiction, you're not going to die from the withdrawals. You will wish you were dead. You'll think you're going to die. Yeah. You'll think you can't. You'll convince fuck, yourself you that you're going to die. You can handle it, but you can handle it. Yeah. With the with the opiate withdrawal. Yeah, the opiate's yeah, just telling you, yeah, hey, yeah, if you just. I had, I had the DTs. If right. you have DTs yeah. and alcohol, well, you can alcohol, die. With alcohol, you can die. Yeah. From withdrawals. They, the, the first uh, week. That I was in rehab, uh, they did bed checks with me. Uh, did every, they give you every three hours? Oh, I was on uh, cocktail of stuff when I first got in there. Um, I can't remember them now, but it, it they came in every three hours to make yeah. sure that I wasn't seasoned and you know gonna mm-hmm. die. And th- that was another part of the realization. I it's never like, really thought shit. that I was gonna. Di- I mean, I thought I I seriously thought I was gonna drink myself to death. But I didn't think it wasn't like that's not the goal. I didn't think quitting was going to kill me. Okay. And then, yeah. But then when I got in there, I remember being in there with a bunch of uh, opioid addicts. I mean, you know, and and, uh, meth and crack. And I mean, there was all all kinds. Everybody's got their own road to home. I I remembered everybody being concerned for me. Yeah. And that scared me. You know, I was like, holy shit, this guy. Yeah, I quit that alcohol years ago. I've been, I'm, I'm in here for, you know, heroin. Yeah, yeah. Just a, I was, just a little heroin. I've just been I, smoking I, crack. That I just sold my house. even more concerned. I was like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> These people, yeah, because it's like, it's so easy, like, to get caught up. And especially, I think, 
maybe with alcohol, especially because it's you know legal. it's it's, 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 it's socially legal. acceptable. Yeah, um, uh, it's legal. Yeah, you know, as, as long as you are fit the age requirement, they will sell it to you. It doesn't, yeah. you know, as long as you're They're sober enough to, to sell it to you, sober enough to fucking walk up to and ask for it. In yeah. a, in a, and sometimes I haven't been sober enough to ask for it. And and just slide the paper yeah. across yeah. the. Yeah. What's this? <laughs> Is this a robbery? No. But yeah, yeah. There's, yeah, yeah more I'm, vodka. <laughs> I'm I'm glad to. Uh, be out of that, and I'm glad both of you actually both being close personal congratulations. friends. Congratulations on you! Thank you. It's like man, I'm super it's, proud it's that a, it's a big thing. It's it a big is. thing to it, overcome. It, it, it's it, a, also a big thing to be able to sit here and talk about it. You know, yeah, I, I don't ever shy away from talking about it at all I because either. I obviously didn't have a problem with doing it in front of everybody. And you know, I'm not ashamed. <laughs> and that's something else. If you're going to become sober, I don't think anybody should be ashamed. No, Forgive I mean, yourself. I mean, you, that, that, especially that's what we were talking about getting back to to where it all kind of starts with yourself. You have to be able to forgive yourself. Now, that doesn't mean that don't take responsibility. That well, that doesn't mean that you have to be okay with everything that you did. Right. Forgiving no. yourself and accepting these things about yourself doesn't mean that you're okay. And, and in some cases, it's quite the opposite. My I've accepted that I was that that bad person. You accepted. That, I'm the, using that. You to don't have to be to be a better person. Yeah. You know. You realize that. Uh, you know, to the general population or people that you may run into on the reg, regardless of the situation, that knew you as the drunk. Yeah. You know, it's like versus, you know, somebody that that, that knows you after the fact. Yeah. You, you know, it's like. Well, what's crazy with Jamie is he was a drunk from the time he was a kid. Nobody knew Jamie that wasn't a well, drunk. And, really, and it's right? also, that's, you know what? And it's that's crazy too because I mean, and and it I, is crazy. I was, I was uh, there was like if I say when crazy, I got it's crazy. out when I got out of when I got out of rehab and like we would look at pictures of either family events. Hell, my wife, I had our wedding picture on my little dresser during rehab to kind of remind me of that. And I, I looked at that and I was like, I'm drunk in that picture. Yeah, I'm drunk in that picture. She didn't even know. Yeah, and for the longest like, time, it's like and, that's and what like, alcohol so can do. When I was looking in pictures of years, drunk, drunk, drunk. I was drunk in that picture. I was drunk then. I was drunk then. And there it was perfectly there legal. Wasn't, there wasn't any Man. memories that I had, except for when I was a kid, that I wasn't drunk or get on my way to being drunk. Yeah, it wasn't an issue until... One, you realized it because society is pretty accepting of it until like you get pinched for... You know, using alcohol and like while operating a vehicle. If yeah. you you know happen to get caught up with that, then you get charged with an actual yeah a, a, a misdemeanor. Had a DUI, forty eight hours in jail. I yeah. Mean, like, so it's like there's there's other like circumstances that come into play. But however, if you can dodge those surface circumstances, especially with alcohol, because it's like acquiring it. It's, it's like when you're when you're addicted to an illegal narcotic, it's like every step of the way. Could get you pinched and you know potentially uh, locked in jail with alcohol. Yeah, and it's like especially as you're you know you're just you're working hard. I think anybody that's known you even through you probably your heaviest drinking days. Yeah, would would agree and say that you're a fucking hard worker. Yeah, it's like so you it's like you were totally functioning and it's a like functioning alcoholic. Yeah. And it's like and it didn't even become an issue until you 
weren't able to really hold the function together and it started people started realizing that yeah. the state's drunk and it's like more and more that facade yeah it know, starts withering away after a while it's yeah. like for because it's like you said you didn't no. realize how how much how how that you were, that you were actually an alcoholic you're just like man i like to drink i'm having a party it's yeah. a good time now, I told myself that for years. Yeah. And like I said, like literally, I go, I went on Facebook and I looked at every picture I ever posted and I'm like, drunk, drunk, drunk. So it's like eventually. On my way to getting drunk. You had already to. been drinking. Probably wasn't technically drunk, drunk. I was, you know, but like, I was yeah. out at, by the end of that day, I was. I was thinking about it at that, yeah. in that yeah. picture right there. I, I was, was calculating. ready to go get another one. The yeah. pictures when my kids, all three of my kids, my first son was born. I was tearing the roof off. Got the call. She's having the baby. I'm on my way. You guys got this? Cool. Thanks. I got in the truck. It was Roxy's then. Yeah. I was doing Roxy's. Called Karen. That's, that's pretty high-powered pain uh, killer opiate. You remember Karen. I called Karen. Hey, yeah. I'm having a baby. Uh, need to come get something. Yeah. Because I didn't want to be in the hospital with, without my opiates. You didn't want to yeah. start, yeah, withdrawing. So the pictures of me at my son's birth, my first son's birth, eyes low. Marley, when she was born... I that's a, the middle kid. That's my yeah. my middle daughter. She was born eight weeks later. Um, Irish twins. Yeah, there I, was, you go. I was pretty wild back then. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I had a pocket full of opanas, which is like probably those are palliative care drugs. They're like probably the most serious pharmaceutical opiate that you that have ever been on. Yeah, if they're just trying to make you comfortable because there's you're, you're dying. Yeah. yeah. So and the same thing with Nolan. I was at work. That's the youngest. That's my youngest son. Uh -huh. I was at work. She's having a baby. First thing I did was swing by Butchie's, you know. And it's like, and that just like those that what you just said can be a lot to deal with, especially like if you're saying, okay, I want to make a change. And then it's like, and you're reflecting on yourself and, you know, beating yourself up. And it's like, dude, I wasn't, you know, before I even went to the hospital. For my kid's birth, I had to stop, stop and make and sure some. that well, that I'm not going to withdraw during you know while I'm there. Yeah, I and, mean, I had plenty of that with the drinking. Yeah, it's like, like getting an extra yeah, like bottle. To, yeah, I ha so all right. You, so we were to do this. Well, I need to go get another pint. When, when you or me or anybody that's struggling with addiction looks back at those pictures or whatever that may remind you of where you used to be. Mm -hmm. Instead of beating yourself up, yeah, you, you have to look at it and say, damn, I don't want to It's like that, you got to turn everything around. It's like I, I've got Now it. I can create new memories right. and new pictures. Yeah. And actually remember them. Yeah. It's like one of the best and lines from a movie. That's cool. Yeah. Braveheart. When somebody tells you something, you're like, I do remember being yeah. there. Yeah. Cool, yeah. It's, it's like uh, in Braveheart, one of the most pivotal lines, if you look at the king's point of view, and he's talking about doing something really nasty, and they're like, you know, oh, that's a good idea, King. And he's like, when you want to be king, you have to find good in everything. And it's like even the negative things, like the shit that you used to do. Yeah. It's like instead of using that as a as a tool to, to, beat, yourself to beat yourself up and to, like, bring you back to, you know, that place, actually. You know, <laughs> yeah. use it as, oh, well, I failed then. So I may as well not try. But I have course. It's like, you can look at that and it's like, I'm look not how far right off now. course I was. And yeah, and you can say, you can get back to the present moment. Right now, I'm yeah. not drunk. You have to use your failures right now, as, I am not doing that. as examples of success. You know, I, something I think I used to do subconsciously is uh, people used to, when I was a young man, like a young, young man, uh -huh. I, my dad was a contractor, so I started learning as a child. Mm -hmm. Well, by the time I'm in my early 20s, I was really good at what I do. 
And people used to always tell me, like, man, you're going to be successful one of these days. First, that created arrogance. Yeah. All right. And I did. I developed some bad spending habits because I always thought, well, damn, I, yeah, I'm good at making gonna, money, yeah, so why not? This. So that was probably my first really seriously bad habit was going to strip clubs and just, you know, spending everything. Frivolous. Yeah. Right. It's going to keep coming. But then, I th- and I don't know if this is a thing, but I feel like it's a thing with me. I think I used addiction as an excuse for my failures. Yeah. Yes. Like, I would be successful. First, you use pain. You use pain as an excuse for your addiction. And then the fact that you, you know, you're not hitting the target on your other goals. Yeah, because I was drunk. That's all right. I won't be drunk the next time I do it. Part of my addiction was a cop-out because I didn't want to face the pressure of the expectations that (laughs) people had put on me. So it becomes bigger than just, like, the original cause or whatever, the original excuse. it took me being sober for a little while before that kind of, I thought about this. Like, you know, yeah, I think so. And decided yeah. that, you know, this time you're not going to fail or you're not going right. to back. Or you could fail and it's going to be okay. It's not the end of the as world. long exactly. as you keep laying those bricks and keep adjusting your, your course, course. You're, you're, you're moving into the right direction. Yeah. So, like keep your eyes on laying the bricks and your mind on the goal. Yeah. Don't don't try to see the goal from here. It's like you're saying driving from LA to New York. Yeah. At night you can't see New York from here. Yeah. But, but if you, you can see if you next. if you adjust your course enough, you'll eventually get there. Yeah. Use the rumble strips. <laughs> yeah, right. Those are those come in handy, especially they when do. you're driving drunk. Sorry, I'm not, I'm not trying to make a, a case. For it's, it's, you gotta, you it's gotta joke funny. about stuff. Sometimes. Yeah, right. it's funny. Yeah, and you do have to if you if you can't find some kind of enjoyment, then you're you're doomed to fail. Well, yeah, if you can't, yeah, if you can't look at yourself, and it's like once you get to a point to where that's what you know, it's, it's like. I was saying, I was proud of you guys, not only for like coming as far as you have in uh, your fight with addiction. But also just to be in a point where you're able to talk about it and even, you know, joke, joke about it, it to where yeah. it's like. I try it, not to make two jokes when I'm, oh, man, I jokes joke when I'm talking it. about it with my wife, though, because I've already put her through enough. Yeah, I exactly. Want, I don't want to be like, hey, you remember that time I was wasted? Mm. No, you don't Could think you be, funny. Hey, we were saying funny. that earlier. Yeah, Could you be it. less specific? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I joke oh. about it a lot, but it is serious. Yeah. You know, but it's good to find the humor in it, though. I mean, some of that shit I did was well, funny. If you yeah, want to be I, king, yeah, you had to find good in everything. It's actually what you said that quote from earlier. That bush <laughs> isn't hiding you, Joe. <laughs> That's one that of those. Was, uh, we were driving around in in, uh, in Austin, Texas, some three o'clock in the morning, just wasted, and we were like Krispy Kreme. Let's go get some donuts. So we're in the Krispy Kreme parking lot, and I'm like, in my head, I'm thinking, I'm way too drunk to be going in there. Yeah, so bring so me I, the donut yeah, out. Yeah, so bring me my donuts. I want y'all go in there. I'll and then as the I'm car. sitting there, I'm like, man, I got to take a piss. So I see this bush, and I go over there, and I get behind the bush, and I start pissing, and they come out of Krispy Kreme, and they're like, "Hey, Jamie, that bush isn't hiding you." I wasn't, I wasn't even anywhere near it. I was probably about ten or fifteen hey, feet away it, from it. it. In my head, I had it. You know, you didn't so have the, the torpedo navigation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Warning so system. that that is funny. That was funny, but it's also, you know, like yeah, I mean, yeah. serious. And you know, I wish everybody the best. And it's not that I don't take it seriously. Or yeah, for it is people serious. going through it, it is serious, especially if you're going through it. Yeah, but you know, you gotta, you get. I mean, I laugh about everything. So. Yeah, I have a I have a tendency to find the humor in most I'm, things. And 
It's well, it's, it's clutch that's and a being gift. able to handle things. It's yeah. a it's a gift. It's because... again going back to being able to be decide to decide to be happy about uh, it. Yeah, like I could decide to beat myself up over it. That's why I was telling I my adversary to about to just say it's like, what a shitty person I was. You could look I, at somebody and be like, you don't want to. You don't want to be cheered up right now. Somebody who's like addicted to that cortisol. Yeah. It's like, you and I've seen it. When somebody I've called them out. Man. I'd be like, listen, man, I'm trying to plug you in. It's like, I'm sorry yeah. about the words or the negativity. But if they don't want to be happy, then they're not going to. And it's like, but I totally, you know, I pumped the brakes. I've even apologized, even though I didn't, you know, I don't think I did anything wrong. I was just in the situation. Yeah. It was thrust upon me. And then, you know, maybe I reacted. But regardless... I, I changed the fucking subject and started talking about being close to God and yeah. how good things are and, you know, things I'm thankful for. And it's like, is you know, but that's just my opinion. And then, you know, fired, you know, fired, the person fired right back at me. And I'm like, well, apparently you're not ready to be cheered up. You're not. Yeah, because you don't they want to be that decision. Yeah, you don't want to be they, cheered up. It's they, like, they have decided that they want to handle this emotion right now. And I want to be in the middle of this right now. We're talking about how like I'm that, gonna be here. that can cause you like actual real physical pain. Yeah. And, and Mental it's like, anguish. I felt myself slipping into that. And it's like, I'm just trying to make sense of it. It's like, I don't understand what's going on. I tried. You know, I used more energy than I wanted to just trying to figure out what's going on. Why is, you know, this person, you know, talking to me this way? What have I done to hurt them? What have I done? And then it's it's not you, it's them. There comes a point where it's like, listen, you know, I tried. I listened. I tried. Hell, I even apologized for whatever's making you mad. But it's like you apparently are stuck in that rut and not ready to get out yeah. of it. And it's like, you know, an addict. You got a friend who's an addict. That's why you can, if you were really stuck in that rut, that cop saying that to you might not even have made any difference. Well, if you if you comes were down like to, in such a spot right then that right. you weren't going to listen to anybody no matter what the hell they said, he could you could have missed that golden. Yeah, you could turn it around and Sometimes, blame your next time, your next yeah, relapse on but him. But there was a part of you that was ready to accept that and you know and to be like I'm I need to hear that. I almost made it that time. I almost go. made it that time. What got me was the boredom, the house arrest. That's yeah. Really yeah. what got me. Well, but still, it, it's at like at the end of the day, it, it doesn't matter if you almost made it that time. You made it. You, you readjusted know, here, here, your here your you course. Right you you did make it. And you, but you know, again, like coming from a stranger, sometimes. Yeah. You know, my mom would cry on the phone. So I'm just waiting for that call. Just waiting, yeah. to, waiting to hear you're dead somewhere. And, and that hurts. And it hurts. Yeah. But, but it, it until that do anything uh, for until you. the yeah. addiction cycle comes back around. But I would say as far the doctor, you know, it was time to quit. But just him pushing me in the right direction. Yeah. And, you know, the suboxone thing was big because it did you know, Suboxone works on. Well, also he's yeah. taking a he's taking a moment to you know have foresight to know and care as and know yeah, know exactly. your position. Know what doctors are supposed does, to do. That's what, what police officers are supposed to do. That should be why people choose those, those professions. Careers. Yeah, but it's not always the case. In and fact, that, probably most time it's not the case. Right. It's it's good to be uh, aware of when people are trying to help. But even though like you, it depends on what where it comes from or like it could be a total stranger or your mom again most of the times that i in my experience with addiction the people who are closest to you you expect that from them right so when they give it to you it's expected it's checked you thanks yeah, it's like it. I, i'm Boom. pretty sure right. that i need but you don't oh, yeah, oh you exactly, care because that's expected but i when, still got that in my fucking back pocket you know yeah. it's like thanks 
So I know these it, people love me. Wherever it may come from, it's it's great when it hits you, and it's like I said, like that that one actually did come from my dad. But I mean, for years before that, he told me about drinking and like how you know awful and all that stuff, and I just let it just roll right off. Yeah, because right off it, it's like it, you didn't identify. Put it when he put it that way. You can be my son, or you can be a drunk. I was like, wow, wow, that's different. Yeah, I thought you know, it was that's, just a, that's different than that's hey, like, Jamie, stop drinking. That right. changes your thinking to instead of being selfish, being like, well, this drinking, it's only affecting me. It's yeah. like, no, it's not, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. So, you you, you mean, never know when those little moments or sparks are going to come from, but being able to hear them, and maybe it doesn't work that one time. It worked, it worked somewhat, right. but it's still stuck in your brain. Exactly. You still remember it today. So it may not have worked then, but overall, it did. Yeah. If they, by the end of the day, it did work. That did that was something That's, that helped and again, you get to where you are. Again, you know what I mean. Aside from uh, the secret power of positivity, the field or yeah. the brill or the, you know, the ether or whatever, the fact that I mean that's exactly whether you want to be happy or yeah. not, whether you whatever you're holding on to, that's just like shows you how it, extremely powerful. Our minds are. Look, yeah. look at placebos and how doctors use those in studies. That is crazy. Yeah. And it's me. like, you know, so whatever you're willing to accept, whatever you're willing to believe, like if if you want, if you sincerely want to make a change in your life, and then it's like, so you go about making this, this change in your life, and regardless of how hard or, you know, yeah. it, it's simple regardless most yeah. of the time. Yeah. Hindsight will tell you that it's simple. The hard part is, you know, sticking to it and and not letting the small failures cause defeat. Yes, they 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 are adjustments that need to be made. It's like you don't have to win the like war; anything. you just have yeah. to not you just have to not lose it. Yeah, you don't have to win it today. Yeah, you win these little battles every day, and eventually you forget all about. You know, it's like yeah. you're eventually able to, you're on a different path, and yeah. the goals can change, area. and the the ultimate goal of what you want in life can change. Absolutely. You know, throughout your your journey, that's what we were it all about starts. With the restaurant. It all starts. Twenty two years in the restaurant industry. Yeah. I thought that's what. I that's was that's be. life. Yeah. I'm, the rest of my life, I'm gonna have restaurants. Who'd have thought? I'm gonna be in a restaurant, and then 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 the my goal in life no longer became that. And for some people, that can be scary, and some people that can be like the rug got pulled out from underneath you. Yeah, well, but, but personally, at that point in time in my life, it was a relief. There's I nothing was so wrong glad with being afraid. With, I didn't have yeah. to be. Hey, th- that's people really identify being, with that their goes profession. Back to being in in the comfort zone, um, change doesn't happen in your comfort zone. So, therefore, by definition, change is uncomfortable. Yeah, right. And it also so goes back to it, your it, values. It, it, yeah, it can it's be. Like, un- it, so, to be uncomfortable means something's changing. It's like you were talking about, you know. Um, the repetition and how long you had actually worked in the restaurant business, how common, you know, uh, alcoholism and other drug drug addiction, drug addiction is in that particular line of work. You became good at it. You were successful at your own deal. Yeah. So it's like in your mind, it's like, whoa, well, it's like, well, how can you be mad at me? Because I'm like, you're, you're just mad at me because I'm, I'm successful and I'm doing good. Yeah. And, and it's I, like, and I still can do this and, and I can it, still drink and still get all this done. And you're still jealous. regardless of whether, whether you're bullshitting yourself and you, you're not aware. You know, yeah. It's like your values are being somebody who is good in the restaurant business. You're good at your job. You're a good chef. Yeah. You're a good restaurateur. And it's like, it's it, the alcohol really doesn't affect it. But then it's like, you know, your mind is what's, is what's running everything. And it's yeah. like, you tell yourself that it's just like telling yourself whether you're going to be happy or sad today. Yeah. You know, it's like, 
shit may happen that may make you sad. Yeah. But it's like, ultimately, regardless of what it is, it starts with the choice, with yeah. you making a decision that you're going to change something in your life. What's that bottom left one? Forgiveness. Well, that's bottom right. Oh, I'm sorry. My other one. The psychology of choice. I have some stuff on here that has to deal with these things. Like, uh, choice, beliefs is huge. Uh, you, you really could go in there and, and uh, pick up a lot of good information that I have so far, and I'm only going to continue to add to it. Um, but, yeah, this is kind of... But this is along the line. Uh, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to lay a base foundation on this site. That, 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 that So forgiveness is in there. Acceptance is in there. Awareness is in there. The psychology of choice. Integrity is in there. So being able to do what you say and what you do are in alignment. And it's like, and they all kind of over the lessons overlap. Exactly. And they're all part of it. And and you you mentioned selflessness. And I think that for, for me and for most people, I would imagine you have to choose to recover from addiction from a selfless place. Yeah. Yeah. Like you again, like doing it for somebody else. It's important to make sure that you're a good, for me, it's important for me to make sure that I'm a good person. Not, not so people will say, yes, a good dude. Yeah. But I, you know, I just want to be a good person. Yeah. Not for selfish reasons, not for Facebook likes or whatever. Not to get into heaven. <laughs> I mean, if, you know, if there's a heaven, I'd like to go. Yeah. I'll sign me up hell. for that one. Well, I but, mean, even the Bible, that's what it tells you to do. It doesn't say be perfect. It says, look for me. You know, look for yeah. the way. Look right. for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's inside right. of you. Yeah. And it's like, I think, like, just. Dealing with society, society is designed to make you crave things to put in that void that are just things yeah, without any kind of foundation or grounding. And it's like, you know, from the time you were a teenager, you were trying to fill that void. It's like the alcohol was just secondary. It's just something that was present while you were busy filling that void with things. And, you know, without knowing yourself, Knowing your values. That's it. It's all comes Things down to can that. never make you happy. No. It, I don't it, give it, a damn. The perfect no. circumstances, the perfect relationship, Nothing money. Can make you happy. No. Uh, yeah, unless it, you know it, yourself. It'll all, eventually, the glimmer will wear away. Yeah, what, so what makes me happy is like holding a door for an old lady and her smiling at me. Yeah. You know, she like that. that shit my is favorite, little, my favorite thing, feeling, and we, you know, we all do this shit. It's like is if you can find a way to help someone who in no way can is you know can no way possibly pay you back right regardless if it's big or small yeah. and the fact that if you do it not for the repay not not for them not not for you just you just do it not to celebrate oh i'm a good person okay. i'm not gonna post a, yeah. i'm not gonna have a post about it on my facebook to say hey i'm a good look person good stuff I did. look I, I helped i helped a stranger here's me feeding feeding people you know serving at the soup kitchen on on thanksgiving oh i do it every year yeah it's like who are you trying to convince it's me such a or fucking yeah. douchebag thing to do and so many people do it and like it's like it's like you just look so stupid, and most people eat the shit up. You know, they're not but here. I want to. Those are the people, like the 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 people who empty are, character. Yeah, people who are Christians on Sunday. Yeah, but not throughout the rest. They of the just week. go to church you know, on Sunday. Yeah, they're they're just going through that rigmarole. I mean, if you're and, if and you so so every year I go and I I donate time in the soup kitchen. Well, to be honest with you, I would hope that 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 person does get some sort of joy. But why are you only doing it on Thanksgiving? 
Those they're they're That's, hungry every 364 other days of the year. Yeah, it's if like you're bank, doing you know, something. Like, so so you should be doing it to be able to help, and it's right. not because you're getting any spotlight, and it's not because it's a exactly. special occasion. It's because it makes me I, feel good to go down there once and a year. and I give once a year I give three hours every year, every year to go down to the shelter, and yeah. and I serve. Thanksgiving dinner to the well, homeless I don't wanna, people. I also don't want to like discourage like anybody people from doing that. I mean, if you're no, look, yeah, even yeah, if you yeah. can't just give one name, the, what that, I'm talking about good. is the people that actually try to celebrate the small or, deans they do. It's like me and you. I remember one time we were actually intoxicated, drunk at the time, not necessarily on the right path. But there's this old man. He may have been drunk too. Had a flat tire over there. Me and you, without a thought, went over there. And I don't know if I've ever told anybody about this. We went over there. And uh, changed his tire for him. Had a nice little chat, and uh, and I, he may have offered his. I think he probably offered his money, but we didn't take it. I, I think could, we gave him a joint, actually. Maybe, <laughs> but it's like you know, even you know, I've had people offer me money, and I could tell that you know they need that money, but they yeah. they're that thankful, and I probably needed that money. Yeah, you know, and. It's like, well, I didn't do that. You're starting to sound like one of those Facebook. I did. Well, I didn't, it's like I didn't do that. Uh, change that tire uh, because I thought it was gonna, add, uh, you know, get me into heaven. <laughs> I didn't do it to, you know, impress you. I didn't do it because you know this guy's somebody who can benefit me on yeah. that lawn. Never seen that motherfucker again. He may have fucking the best thing that happened to him could have been a flat tire. Maybe he was drunk, got in his car, went and fucking killed somebody. I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah. The fact is, I just stepped in, was able to do something, and I helped him. Well, yeah. you probably did. We both helped. Somebody rolled that joint for him. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, well, we helped this guy doing he, it for the sake of doing something good for somebody. I, I actually it does it does make me feel fantastic when I and, and that could be even a selfish reason I'm not doing it for Facebook likes I'm doing it because I feel so good yeah. when I and that's a feeling that I don't get from drinking or I don't get from you know, thing that's a that's a feeling I only get when I've truly in, helped in somebody. Action. Well, if that's and, selfish, and, and, I don't I don't think it's bad. That, yeah, selfish. but I'm saying like I may not be helping them because you know just to help I'm I'm helping them because I like the feeling I get. When I have helped somebody, and I've truly helped them, like you know, not just for the say, not for the on the face of things, I helped. You them. just feel compelled like, to I do actually it. Actually, helped them. You feel compelled to help and someone. I see and you that they it, they have a feeling inside of them that I gave them, of hey, this guy helped me. He thinks I'm worth a shit to yeah. actually help. Like when when they have that feeling, and I gave it to them, so, that makes me feel amazing. So you're saying you should only help people. No. You should only, now, now, let me think how I'm going to articulate this. So you should only help people, for not for spotlight, not for to brag about, but in order to be completely selfless, you have to be kind of shitty and pissed off that you helped them, but not tell anybody. <laughs> no. No? See, God still knows. No, I wasn't. No, You're I wasn't not getting shitty. into heaven for that. You're working. No, you're saying shitty. That's the only way to do it without selfishness, though. Oh, well, you got to be pissed enough. off about no. it, but to yourself. You, well, yeah, like, God damn it, I had to see, help somebody like, today. It was just stupid. I, no, I'm not. You're, no, you're I, not doing. You're, it's like. I'm I, saying it does give me that feeling. Yeah, I love that feeling. It is a good feeling. And I think a lot of people, you know, miss out on that, on that small principle like man you know i try to how am i gonna change the world so big so negative you know society's fucked up brick by brick and it's like dude you know the place where i started was like at the grocery store i noticed that in the grocery store everybody's just like 
don't want to be here. I got to be here. I've got things to do. You know, da 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 da. You know, it's like it's crowded and everybody's just like clenched fist and just like I, I try to make eye contact with everybody I come across. Uh-huh. I always yield. Yeah. I always say something pleasant and I try to give somebody a compliment. I'm trying to find something that I like about this person just like on the surface that I like. Kind of creepy. You're pretty. Yeah. You got the prettiest eyes. <laughs> no, it's I like the old dude that, that didn't see me and it kind of pulls, just stops his cart in front of me and starts to move. I'm like, no, you're fine, man. Not my way. Yeah. And then uh, I always you tell him right. no hurry. You doing yeah. it? Yeah. 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 You go ahead. You know, just something pleasant. You doing all right today and just smile and just some kind of interaction. Acknowledgement. It's like, just and I've noticed more times. Being pleasant is. It only takes a moment to be can, polite. If you can train yourself to be pleasant. Whether you want to or not, I think that that's a good step in the right direction as far as overall happiness. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. then you, what you're going to do is you're going to build a habit of being pleasant. Like but you're, you're also by, putting by, that energy by, off by, in the world. Initially, initially forcing yourself to be pleasant, it, it, will, make it. it will eventually become a habit to where then now you're pleasant without having to force yourself yeah. to be pleasant. To, it's just coming out. And then by then being pleasant... You're putting that into the ether, yeah, into the and field. Now more people, those around you are going to be more pleasant, and then more pleasant back to you. And the law of attraction says you that can still more be people. a smart ass and be pleasant. I love that. It takes practice, yeah, and it's, it's it an art form. I'm pretty good and it's at brilliant. It. Yes, and I, I, I thoroughly enjoy it. I took it. several ass whoopings when I was growing up, learning how to be pleasant, sculpting, <laughs> sculpting my <laughs> level of sarcasm. Where because yeah. there's a comes a point where it slips over to like. Funny and endearing to you can get insulting. Back. Yeah, you can get it back if you don't you put really both live. feet over the line. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, exactly. You, you go too far. You can though. straddle the line and still be okay. Yeah, yeah. But you I got to reel it back in. I do. I do have to go here. I well, you had some other things here that I know we didn't get to, and we kind of we we'll get. I to think it we. Later. I think we track. kept on topic pretty well, and it's like as far as I know, we weren't planning on it, doing a deep dive on overcoming addiction. But that that's, is definitely that's a habit. A good conversation to have. It's definitely a habit that people have uh, on, you know, not discounting it by calling it a I'm habit. Not, I'm not going to suggest that this chart will help you overcome any addiction. The first thing uh, is you got to change your mind. Yeah. But it's like everything that we touched on, of course, comes up in, in yeah. these different blogs that you got here at, on your website, which you want to drop that again? I think it's awarenessandacceptance.com. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. Is it? I mean, shit, even when I typed That's, it in. I mean, I think you guys were actually planning on plugging the website. That was the whole purpose of this, which we really did Oh, well, I think we did. Yeah, we, we, we did. did. We're, we're building something. The thing is, it's like the more that we add to the content, yeah. the more content that's there. Yeah, and there's there's plenty to talk about, and there's plenty for me to keep doing and keep putting on there. Like, uh, I mean, it's like the depths of your soul. Yeah, it's are just, you gonna it's, run out this of stuff? Is absolutely intriguing to me, like to how your mind works and how your mind works for you and against you, and how how you can actually use it to your benefit exactly. rather than your and, detriment. I've gotten to and, a point where no matter what bad thing has happened, I realize that there is a reverse side to that coin. The reason why I did that, made that decision is because it works. I just have it working in the wrong direction. All I have to do is redirect it. And then that process will work and make me do the thing I want to do. It's, it's, so I don't look at it like, Oh, I messed up and I'm off course. I make the adjustment and I'm like, Hey, look, it works. Like my subconscious had that in a routine and it made me do that just like it does every day. So I can take that, the fact that it works and apply it to doing something that I want 
to do. And it's, it's just a lot of fun to play with and become a better person. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> you know, you're That's not going to, you're not going to be the Zen master, you know, your it's first like day book, on the journey. A, one of, one of, my, one of the books I read first was called 10% happier by Dan Harris. And it was about meditation. That's and better. he was like, it's better than like, the other way. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> he's like, all I'm promising you is, is you're going to be about 10% happier. 10% is a big number. Really? Yeah. But he's like, you're well, not going to... If I go back and read it again, will I be 20%? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, the power of compound effect. Well, it may be more than that. Maybe 25 after that because I've already got... Could be got, 10 to the multiple... To the well, it probably, it probably it, start it compounds. going up less, I would say. The more I don't know. It seems it. like it would... Co- I don't know. Maybe more. you comprehend more. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but once, you, once you start using it and... F- you know, actually seeing the results. I would, I would like to know if, if you would give that a, give that meditation we were talking to try. Um, I'm planning on it, actually. I'm going to I'll also. Tell you what, look, just, just breathe. when you start trailing off on some other, any other subject, just go, I'm breathing. I'm breathing right now. I'm breathing in. You said eight minutes is like a. Eight well, minutes is I, about the least you can do to make any kind of Okay, difference. so I want to, what's the target? Like 20, 30 minutes? I do 20 minutes. 20 minutes. If you do 20 minutes a day. You're you're gonna be seeing effects in two months. I think it's awesome that you filled your void with knowledge of the human brain and mind. What's the and, learning? And not just about addiction. This stuff really is applicable in all aspects of life. Right. Exactly. And I think that's cool. Well, that, I appreciate that. That's that. what you chose to learn about. I read about carpentry and uh you know but still but, but, that, that, but that's but that's what i do exactly and that's yeah. awesome that you, I mean, I, you probably learned a lot of cool shit right exactly useful stuff it's, as long as you're learning yeah you're learning and then you if and you go you, one step further and you, you can actually apply. apply what you're learning it's like you know if if a, you're a human being and you're done you know expanding your mind and growing as an individual and becoming who you are learning who you are and becoming that individual I think that, you know, life is probably going to be a lot less fulfilling if you're just going through the motions. So and it's like know. all these things, it's like it's just going to benefit you into mm. getting wherever it is that you want to be, even if you just want to be 10% happier. Exactly. You know, you're, you just want to be a little bit happier. I mean, I, I, I've already checked that box. And if you don't care about carpentry or the human brain, you could read Dustin Hoffman's Wikipedia page. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can find something to be there's, there's time. There's something there. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't get too bored. So yeah, this, right, this right, has been right. an epic. You got to fill the void. This has been an epic podcast. Again, you know, we uh, planned on having a little more structure, but we decided to play jazz here. And I think, though, I like it. We have gotten I to a, a lot of structure is not my thing anyway. A, a lot of Fair well, we got to a lot of things from a carpenter. Wanted. That's kind of scary. No, I'm <laughs> well, <you> know, <laughs> that was a, my best jobs are always the ones that you know kind of do on the fly. Yeah, right. <laughs> the ones we weren't planning for. Right. So thanks for tuning in. Yeah, and thanks, be sure guys. to go over thanks, to Bo for showing up and awareness, adding, adding to it. Awareness and acceptance. Whether you're dealing with uh, addiction or uh, uh, weight issues, if you're wanting to make a change, or if you uh, just want to be better, yeah, I'd say or ten percent happier. Or ten percent happier. Thanks for tuning in, and be sure to check out awareness and acceptance. And you can check out dot com dot com dot com. <laughs> It is, it is a dot com, and uh, you know you can find out how to leave your old habits behind and your new habits, and 
Maybe learn how to change your mind. And if you get bored with that, check out ecoprocontracting.com. <laughs> That's go. the only one with a website, Jamie. <laughs> I love it. And you can always hear more content, including other um, other podcasts with these two individuals. It's the first one together, but they're both definitely here separately on Under the Tree 420, anywhere you get your podcast or Under the Tree 420 on YouTube. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>